this is episode three? Yeah, this is episode yeah. three. Episode zero kind of messed me up a little bit more than I thought it would be. Everything, every time we go live, I'm like minus one, minus one. Yep. It's actually really confusing. Maybe the uh, fucking episode three can, or episode zero can be like a, a hidden episode. Yeah, I would. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this is the, the pilot. It's the same the thing. Pilot, like the pilot, pilot is in episode yeah. one. Just like the first, the beginning. Right. All right. Welcome back to episode three of the FML Way Too Real podcast. We're here with Debbie. Ready? Run. All right. And we got a lot more stuff for you. A lot of improvements. As you can see, we got, we've consolidated so much of the issues with the setup. For the but audio y'all should hear us in 4K. We got, we got 4K audio. <laughs> 4K audio for y'all. Finally. Oh, we got a boo from Vish. Hi, right. Vish. Sounds about right. Um, the knees are out today. Knees are out. Knees are out. Uncoordinated. Yeah, we'll just be pulling up all matching. Y'all, y'all see my cast? Hold up. Cast, man. Look at him. Let me th- Oh, I got a cramp. <laughs> <laughs> I got a cramp right there, but yeah. yeah. Check that out. Don't touch me. Uh, that's mid yeah, I don't I, I haven't I haven't worked Whores? on my calves so much. Horse. You damn you wanna, right. <laughs> you wanna see my ankle? Don't do that. You'll Look, F- FML, FML OnlyFans coming soon after, after Nah bro, I saw a tweet. This nigga said eating pussy on the first link is crazy, but somebody gotta do it. <laughs> I believe in playing roles. You know, like someone's gotta be the president. We everybody can't say no. Well, you know, somebody wow. suck it up and do it for the community, that, man. It's, that, big, it's bigger than me. I ain't even going to lie to y'all. Like, I feel like we established, like, truthfulness and honesty um, for the FML podcast and just our community in general. You going to eat it on the first date? I might, I might just eat it on the first link. I have, actually. <laughs> you went from, I might just do it on the first link to... I did, I did it on the first <laughs> link. <laughs> wow, we are starting niggas. off on a crazy note. Someone got to do it. Somebody got to do it. Joelle, listen, like you know, you have you guys. You guys have the experience. This is to the chat mostly, like being the first good person someone's dated. Mm, yeah, isn't that crazy? So that's what I'm saying. Like I, I eat, I eat pussy on the first link because I'm a good dude. You know, some I'm doing God's work out there. <laughs> really, just, yeah. Really, just putting more orgasms on the streets. You know what I mean? So you're insinuating that vision, not a good dude. It ain't vision. I mean, to each his own, man. Like honestly, vision. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you gotta, you gotta vibe check it because you know you're not gonna give out those exclusive services. You know, they gotta move through the subscription plan. Like if they trying to get 4K, you know, you're not gonna give them the 4K. Uh, just off the bat, you got to give them 720p first, and then they can see the clearer picture. No. Yeah, yeah, precisely. Like, yeah, what's up, yeah. Tenchu, bestie, check. Yeah, what's happening? Shit. Sometimes they deserve 160p. Don't yeah, do it like no that. One <laughs> not everyone's getting. Not everybody's getting it. Like, I'm not. I'm not a. Sl- <laughs> I'm not a whore or nothing. But yeah, if I, if I'm if I'm being honest, I think kissing on the first date even for me is too much i would not kiss on the first date even if we're vibing completely like crazily Word. i'm not kissing on the first date i'm, I'm dapping you up on the first date dapping I'm you up i'm that's gonna be like yeah, such a great night it was good i'll see you next time maybe yeah <laughs> that's for that's for uh that's for both of y'all 
Both yeah, of y'all. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm mad conservative with, like, yeah. my emotions. Like, I, I'm, like, I'm going to go in there. I'm going to ask them questions. I won't even give myself the chance to talk. I'm going to just go in, ask some questions, have them break themselves down, and then I'm going to leave. Get them with the spud. Yeah. The solid yeah. fist bump. I'm going to really, like, open their, like, open the third eye, make them see shit they've never seen before and be like, hey, had a good time. <laughs> 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 and then just walk away. <laughs> I'm going to see. said, Rennie for the streets, to be honest. I... <sighs> Somebody got to do it. Like, who who else but me? Like, at this point, is these niggas are kissing on the first, or these niggas not kissing on the first date. I'm, I'm, I'm sucking dick on the first date. Stop playing with me. Wow. Line. So true, Miles, Aquarius things. Yeah, I mean, like, why would I, why, like, look, I can't afford to go into that and immediately make you feel special. Like, if you like me after the first date, I'm not with it because you don't even know me. Yeah. People talk like talk the best shit day one. That's they true. paint the best pictures. I'm gonna go in. I'm gonna give them bare minimum. So you you wow. want to kiss them after you like hate them a little bit, <laughs> like yeah. after after like the uh, six link or something. Yeah, I mean like it's it's gotta be like a it it's like by the fourth date, third date. If I'm like damn, I feel a lot of different things. But at the end of the day, I'm still pulling up. I'm like that's all I really need. You know, it's it's the gravity, it's the weight. You know, someone got to be able to really like when I try to walk away, you got to pull me. I want someone to challenge me. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been seeing that shit everywhere. People are like I'm I'm single because I'm waiting for someone to come and challenge me. And they were like, that's like toxic. Like that's yeah. so like, argumentative. I want someone to put me in my place. I was like, but you oh just want to fight. God. This this is for everybody, but mainly to a lot of niggas out there. Dudes always be like, I want someone to call me out on my bullshit. Like nigga, just stop bullshitting. Nah. Like stop. That's <laughs> <laughs> he's oh, like, he's like, God. I'm a dickhead, bro. I want someone to call me. Out <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, that's not what I said. I, I sent you a tweet the other day that exactly explained it. You know, it's just like, you know, I need, I need someone who challenges me, uh, personality wise. Like, I don't want someone who's just gonna be like, oh, okay, like, you know, like I, I want, I want our personalities to clash, like no. so much so that like I be like. Like I can't stand you right now, but, <laughs> but damn, it's so weird that I'm attracted to you. Miles, the type of little drama is good for the relationship. Yeah, we already talked about yes, that sir. last time. Yes. A little toxicity. It's, it's just like it's literally just like salt. It's just enough to flavor the food, mm -hmm. but nothing like nothing to give you high blood pressure. It's just like just a little sprinkle with a hundred bits from Vish. Let's fucking go. Exotic, thank you. Uh, thank you for pulling up. No, it's not DBZ. We're we're podcasting today, and thank you for the for the biddies, Vish. Um, <clears throat> oh, you want me to take a dab? My I forgot to turn that off. We can't smoke on the podcast. Like I don't know. Like I, I don't want to like be out of my body by the end of it. Yeah. Is um, there a way I can like? Uh, you, we'll we'll end it. We'll, how about we end the podcast? Uh oh, I think they have to reload the page. Everybody just click the reload on the page because I think it still says the old stuff. Oh, it does say DBZ. Word? Yeah, on, it still says mind. it. Did you not save it? Oh, shit. I didn't save it. I saw you type it up, and I was like, you, you locked your phone, and I was like, I wonder if he actually saved it. <laughs> so, Chad, I didn't save the title. <laughs> hey, Exotic, we are so sorry, bro. We're doing a podcast today, Change but <laughs> if, you, um, if you check out the uh, last, uh, the very last stream that we did, we did do some DBZ. We have some clips. So if you want some DBZ, please go, please go check that out. But we do stream Monday, Wednesday, Friday, uh, six thirty Pacific Standard Time. We be 
yeah. variety stream, man. Essentially, these Saturdays are like the the bonus streams Saturdays compared to like boys. our normal our normal uh, schedule. This is when we really get to sit down with the homies and kind of just like talk. This isn't really about like us. This is about like us as a collective, as a channel. We don't really get to like we'll be locked in. When I play DBZ with Fabe. I don't even look at the chat. We're not friends. We're, we're not. No, we're not friends. No, no, no. We were just playing DBZ right now, and Miles was Miles was a different person. Like honestly, I'm getting a dub. I'm, I'm getting some dubs, and even if you be like, I wasn't really trying that hard, bro. I don't care. A dub is a dub. Call it what you want. All right. Is the title changed? Everybody seeing that? Yes. Thank you for the follow, Exotic. Exotic, we appreciate you, you bro. Thank you so Thank much you. for coming through anyway and coming in the chat. Gaming that on Monday. Gaming on Monday. The title's changed. All right. Thank you, guys. Um, Listen, see, this is like a collective. Like, we all producing this podcast together. Like, y'all told mm -hmm. me no no DBZ. Like, where's the DBZ? And we're like, oh, there's something wrong. And then we fix it as a community. Like, hey, Jay, out no. here gifting subs. Thank you so much. We got Big Rye, one to Maya, and one to Marty McFlyboy. Oh, my God. Thank you for the lurk. Thank you. Thank you. Um, AJ, man, you you blessing us on the stream. When are we gonna get AJ down for the pod? That's what I'm saying. AJ, where you at, bro? Come on, drop your ID. AJ, AJ got me good news uh, in the DMs the other day. He said um, he was filming my sneakers. Word. Yeah, he was filming the sneakers, and to be honest, I keep forgetting about them. <laughs> <laughs> ever since I've sent them to FML, uh, ever since I sent them to AJ, like um, FML, right? three months yeah. ago. <laughs> like it's been like three months, right, AJ? <laughs> Oh my gosh! Thank yo, you so much yo, for the gift. Yo. You really showering us money. It's the legs, huh? It's the legs. It's it, the it legs. really make you feel some, huh? Uh, yeah. My nice. FML brothers, what's happening? What's, good? what's happening, brother Shark? Brother Shark. Um, we were yeah, we we're talking about the shoes, but yeah. So been waiting on that review, but make sure y'all check out uh, AJ on men's style. I keep thinking AJ's men's on styles. <laughs> AJ. Also, AJ on men's style. I have to say this. I'm gonna say it every time. AJ has the voice of an angel. Oh my god. He he sent me something the other day. He was like, oh, I was like, AJ, bro, hitting like notes. he just be hitting the notes and he'll be like, I don't even know the words. And then I'm like, yeah, AJ, what? like he he has like a really nice voice, like Pharrell level, like yeah, yeah. That's how I would describe it. Magical. AJ sounds like Pharrell, like just soft spoken. But like it sounds so good. Just vibing with the brothers, got it, got the drip. Oh, okay, okay, thank you. Well, I'm, just, I'm just a little damn. Uh, it's a, it's just yeah, a, it's just a little, just a little shine, shine. I really know. haven't changed from the gym. <laughs> 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 she hating on the legs. Vish really do be hating on the legs. Listen, drop, drop some bitties, and we'll show you. We'll do a little uh thigh, thigh muscle reveal. For all of us, to yeah. do, uh, we can do uh, <laughs> guess that thigh. It'd be guess just, that thigh. just the thigh. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is this? It's Debbie. Oh, uh, that's boy. not me, bro. Some <laughs> boy right here. Oh my gosh. Um, nah, but I was gonna say, speaking of thighs, look, I've been. This has been on my mind for a while, and I've been mad because we've been having so many conversations, me and Miles, back and forth. I literally sent this man a tweet this morning about Kane's chicken. And if you guys have been on the stream, you know that me and Miles have argued about Kane's chicken. And I, for one, think it tastes like sandpaper. That shit's dry. I'm sorry, chat. You're missing a point. 
I'm sorry. That shit is dry as fuck. And y'all be like, just use the sauce, bro. The sauce is good, bro. Nah, bro. I'm not using no sauce to make my chicken taste better. Exactly. Vision, find the clip and post it in the chat. But swear to God, Hanes isn't just for me. You know, it just tastes like sandpaper. But I, my thing is, we need to put a tier list of the best chicken sandwiches and then the best chicken, period. Like, like we, we need to separate those two because I think they, they are in two separate categories. Like, mm -hmm. I can't say that Chick-fil-A has really good chicken because that's not true. There are places that have better chicken than Chick-fil-A, but Chick-fil-A has a really good chicken sandwich. Um, I would say Chick-fil-A is the crusty crab of chicken sandwiches. It's yeah. just like the formula's down. They yeah. have the formula. They got like the whole bread, lettuce, chicken. Like it's super palatable. It's like, I can't, people who don't like Chick-fil-A are simply just hating. Yeah, you're just hating. In, or, you know, <laughs> you, you have a, you, you stand against them morally. Yeah. Which I can understand. Franchise, gotta go franchise. But we're talking food. Yeah. <laughs> Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A has got to be the benchmark of a good chicken sandwich though. I think it's not bad, but every time I have a chicken sandwich, I'm comparing it to the standard that Chick-fil-A sets. Chick-fil-A, you know I, mean? I would say, has definitely set the standard for chain chicken sandwiches. Yeah. Because they're not a, they're not specialty anything. Like they yeah. I think they have the most consistent across the board. I remember I was comparing it to um the the Popeye's chicken sandwich. Mm -hmm. And think about the training that Popeye's employees are going through and Chick-fil-A employees are going through. Every Chick-fil-A you go to, the employees are exactly the same. They're damn near copy-paste. Yeah. The atmosphere, the, um, not, oh, not the respect, but like just like the, the, the attitudes, customer service, the customer, customer service, service yeah. it is consistent. It is my the, pleasure. the Chick-fil-A standard. Yeah. I've seen niggas throw my chicken across the, across the <laughs> kitchen and Popeye's like, hey, bro, grab this. And they'll be playing hot potato with my food. Like, it, uh, Popeye's dry-ass biscuits. That's the best way, like... If you mm. ever want to choke on your food, just eat a whole Popeye's biscuit. Like no water, no <laughs> water. Bruh, thank you for the clip vision. Um, yeah, bruh. Okay, so yeah, I think customer service wise, Chick Fil A, and also chicken wise, Chick Fil A is the standard. Like that is the baseline for me. Mm -hmm. I agree. Like from there, then we go to like other places, like. McDonald's actually had a chicken sandwich before Chick Fil A used to pop off, and I remember getting their artisanal, artisanal. Uh, yes, I uh, remember those. The, the yeah, yeah the bun, yeah, with the chicken, and those were good because it was uh, a chicken sandwich with some avocado and stuff. It was actually really good. I don't know if they still have it, but that's what I used to get as a chicken sandwich. No, that's when they um, had that whole handcrafted menu. The handcrafted yeah, that was really good. Because every like every place had a chicken sandwich, but when then it became like the the breaded chicken sandwich. Yeah, it was the one that has sandwich. the fluffy flakes on it and that kind of separated the dollar menu chicken sandwich to the you know the the menu menu of yeah. chicken sandwich. You remember chicken littles? Oh, yes, chicken little dude bro. with the little at, at Westchester, bro, everybody was like, "Oh, like I got me like three chicken littles," and they're like little, like tiny sandwiches. They're like little sliders. KFC, KFC, was sliders. KFC was really in the bag with that, and if they had released an actual like big little, <laughs> I don't, I don't know, <laughs> chicken sandwich. Yeah, yeah, just a chicken sandwich at that time. They I think they would have. They would have definitely ate. Chick-fil-A. All right, so where are we putting Popeyes in comparison to Chick-fil-A? I think as far as the chicken sandwich, yeah. The last time I had Popeyes, they it like the 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 
past three or four sandwiches kept getting more and more worse. And then one time I got it and it was just like the biggest dollop of mayonnaise on just one side of the sandwich. Took a bite into it, all mayo, no chicken. I'm putting Popeyes at the bottom of the tier list for the chicken sandwich. Personally, we'll average it out. <laughs> but I'm giving it zero yeah. points. There's a different, like, there are different eras of the chicken sandwich from Popeyes because yeah. right when it started to hype up, I think it was like, what, 2019, 2020? That's when it was at its high, the best quality. After that, it's all downhill. It was the first wave. It yeah. was when, like, they were selling out in a single day. Like, people would be waiting in a line. You see the line wrapping around the corner, and people still wouldn't even get a chance to eat it. Yeah. That first wave, I, I didn't even eat it the first wave, but I heard it was, like, the best thing. They shut it down, and then they brought it back. And I think that's when they started to... Um, the quality decline, for yeah, sure. Yeah, because they underestimated the demand for it. Mm-hmm. And so they had to make it a little bit more accessible, a little more mass-produced. So they had to supply enough to be able to feed that many people. And they so, kind of prioritized quantity over the, the quality. first wave, it had to have been... Um, <laughs> did I donate 100 bitties? <laughs> uh, the first wave had to have been A-tier. If you had it. Yeah, it was it, really it, good. I feel like it was like really challenging Chick-fil-A. After that, damn near C tier. Yeah. Damn near. C tier for sure well, right now. No, like if you I, get I it right now. I would say the first wave is B tier if I'm being honest. Every time like the first wave, people were making videos and they, everything was titled Chick-fil-A killer. Mm. That was it. That was the whole, that's what gave it so much hype. Because everybody, everybody's like, Popeyes is not beating Chick-fil-A in a chicken sandwich fight. But apparently like... It, it had the potential. It, it was, it was like the start of something. Black I mean, Twitter did it. Yeah. Yeah. Black it, Twitter hyped it, that shit up. It was no the reason. hype because of the Boondocks episode because that literally was like uh, oh, Oppy. Yeah, we got a ha- we got a birthday. Was good. Got a birthday in the chat. Yes. C day. Motherfucking Cardi. Happy C day, happy, brother. Happy C day. Happy C day. All right. Can we sing Happy Birthday? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm gonna give you a B flat. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Cardi. Happy birthday to you. We really got to work on our decre- um, descending crescendo, but yeah, we will get yeah, on that. Yeah, yeah. we gonna, we, we will get on. When we hit that note. Yeah. It, 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 yeah. That's when we went. It, out it's of it's a big jump. That's why. So yeah. it's really hard to like. We'll get the we'll get the keys out and kind of work I on really that transition. Really should hit the tenor on that. That mm-hmm. was my fault. Rennie was in band, can't sing in key. First of all, whoa, uh, first of all, you're, whoa, you're just coming whoa. into the chat with. Okay, so you uh, first of all, I'm gonna tell you right now, you can't do that because we, we're all in band. So <laughs> I mean, watch yourself, Beach. I still got an instrument in that. Fuck you up, nigga. Oh my god. I was saying when we were watching that little Dirk uh, music video, if someone does this, like with the guns, with the gun shit. I'm not that scared. Someone does this. This is muscle memory. Like yeah. these niggas are squeezing. <laughs> like that, what you, you squeeze? Like if you me? if you know what the weight of a trigger feel like, like that's crazy. Like they'll be like, pop, pop, pop. like wow. It's like you're remembering something. Vish, I'm defending women in band. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but chicken sandwiches. Um. Yeah. So Ooh. we're 
Okay, yeah. so really quickly, as far as my staple, as far as Chick-fil-A being like the most solid, I would say, like again, the most solid, I'm giving it a B plus. Solid B plus, which means okay. an A has to be like something that's like different. Different and good. Chick-fil-A? Chick-fil-A is gonna be plus. Chick-fil-A is B plus. Okay. Anything better than Chick-fil-A is going to be A. It has and it has to be better than just a good formula. Alright, that's fair. Fucking so Popeyes is definitely C tier because I, I can't I keep it consistent. Like it's it it would be B, but I haven't had the same Popeyes chicken sandwich whenever yeah. I go. Like I'm always getting and something. The experience new. is so bad. It's fucked. Um, Chick-fil-A is so K- mid- KFC KFC uh is definitely like C plus. You know what? Better, I really definitely mean, better than Popeyes. I did like the KFC <clears throat> the KFC chicken sandwich. I liked mm-hmm. theirs, and every time I've had it. It it's been pretty good. I haven't had an issue with it yeah. since I've gotten it. I haven't had it too many times. I've also only gone to the same one that's over here. It's been fairly consistent though across the board. Yeah, like I I feel like it holds up. The thing that I don't like about KFC is when they do spicy chicken, they do like Nashville hot spicy chicken or Buffalo. There's no in between, and yeah. that shit is oily oh, really as of, fuck. It's no, so yeah. bad. They a lot of places when they say like the I don't even know why they're forcing themselves to have like the spicy chicken sandwich because a lot of places will have the regular and then the spicy, but they're both the same piece of chicken, but the second one have like a spicy mayo, yeah. like on the bun, and then yeah. that's their that's spicy that's chicken. Their spicy, and it, it's yeah. just not. It's not the same. They don't want to go through the extra hassle of like actually making some breading that has some spice to it. Have you guys tried um, the McDonald's uh, hand breaded chicken sandwich? The oh. one that they made in response to Popeyes? No, not recently. Was no. it good? I can I can confidently say that shit is C minus damn near D tier. It's oh, worse than wow. Popeyes. Oh, like, wow. It's, it's a McDonald's hand breaded chicken sandwich. Yeah, it's probably not crispy cool. as, as yeah. uh, like that thing is. The a good chicken sandwich it it needs to be made to order. Yeah, and not every place can really do that. McDonald's is not making things to order. I I saw a video of them making their um of someone making their their fillet o fish, and the fillet o fish like patties are kind of just like stacked up in a little. Frozen. Yeah. and that's it they just grab it out drop it so like there's there's that's not gonna ever be good it's gonna be like good enough if you're just on a, on a pinch you just like the flavor but as far as like that kind of cooking and that kind of service will never be a tier yeah a tier is going to be like made to order it's fresh like you need to let your food cool down because it's still hot type of uh type of deal i'm gonna be honest the mcchicken is better than their hand breaded chicken sandwich oh don't do that <laughs> just like how it tastes they lose uh, just give me that give me whatever hot sauce i'll get the buffalo sauce get the from mcdonald's sauce. or the szechuan they bring back the szechuan by the way i think it's this week <laughs> but get the get the hot sauce get you a mcchicken pour the hot sauce on it yeah i don't know what you got to do coat that bitch get the thing smear i don't know that shit will be better than the hand breaded. You're gonna save yourself some money. That shit is a dollar ninety nine, probably two dollars now because of inflation adjusted. <laughs> inflation. Um. Okay. Also, yeah. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go finish what you were saying. Yeah. Okay. So we got pretty much no one has beat Chick Fil A right now. But who do we have that could be either equal or better? Here is I'm gonna try my best not to rant, but the the one chain that has the potential to beat chick-fil-a would have been dave's hot 
I agree. Yeah. Dave's Hot, before they went full franchise, they had one location in... On Western. Mm-hmm. Was that West near Hollywood? Or yeah, Koreatown? Yeah, Koreatown. Koreatown. It was right outside Koreatown. And that was solid. I mean, like, it was... It was about $15, but with specifically for them, you were getting the two chicken. People call them chicken burgers. Like the chicken sandwiches were like hefty. They were big. You were getting two chicken sandwiches and fries and then and a drink. And I think like that was pretty solid for the, the chicken wave because during that time, like two, three years ago, like chicken sandwiches were mad pretentious. Like everybody, mm-hmm. everybody wanted one. There was chicken sandwich, uh, food trucks popping up everywhere. And you were spending about $12 for one chicken slider and a side of fries. Yeah, and, and that was sliders it. too. Niggas were fighting with sliders. sliders. You were spending a grip of money on some on an appetizer that big and a little small side of fries. Like I think Dave's was the one that was really giving you enough food for the money and giving you really good chicken sandwiches, going from like no spice to the complete Carolina yeah. Reaper oh and six God. things in between. They were great. I remember making that trip <clears throat> and having to drive for like forty minutes to go pick it up, and then another thirty minutes to UCLA to go sit down and eat. Yep. Yeah. Still good. They built one over here by us, and it has never been the same. And I think because, like we're talking about with the consistency, I think the one, like the one, the one store that that they had, I think like the owner or the guy that was like in charge of it was in the kitchen with them. Mm-hmm. So he was making sure that the quality was being taken care of every single time. Now over here, you just have college kids just yeah. in the back making the food. They they opened up stores literally everywhere. I think there's one in there's Texas. A, there's mm-hmm. one in Texas. There's one literally across the street from where I live in Inglewood. They got a couple in Vegas now or in Nevada. Uh, yeah. So like, as a franchise, they're successful. They're doing great. We've seen them go from like, the one. Did they raise their prices? Because it feels like they did. Like it, it felt cheaper to get two sliders before. It's like, like 12 bucks now. No, it's like when I got two sliders the other day, it was like damn near seventeen dollars, and it was without fries. Oh no way! Yeah, yeah. It's it's expensive. I, I don't know. They might have raised it since the last time we've gone. I don't know. Maybe it's because the days by me and like it's Inglewood in between like but LA. They also started stuff, skimping but... on the fries. And that's what's pissing me that's, off. That's that that yeah. too. Like the fries. Light, light with that shit. At the original location, they fill that motherfucker up mm. with fries. They be like. And then you can ask for extra coleslaw too on the side for free, right? Or like that was that was like one of their meals. It's like it was like fifteen bucks. You can get like the two sliders aside, or you can do like half fries, half something else, right? I think that's what I I had gotten one time. It was like half fries, half mac. Yeah, like you could the side could be broken up into two. It could be one full side of something, or you can break it up into two halves. But whatever they were doing before, bruh, it was it was good. It was really good. Here's the thing. I feel like with the franchising, you had to take a hit for um What are you looking for? I gotta Oh. I gotta set a win combo out. Um no, nah, like you you have to you have to take like certain compromises when you're making it more mass produced. And so there are quality things that normally at the one location they wouldn't let slide because it's the one location and now it's like okay we can cut a corner here we can cut a corner there and we can compromise on certain flavors here and certain mm-hmm. flavors there um and it real you can really taste it in in the other locations yeah. i do feel like it tastes better at the main location but that's because i feel like that's like that nigga's baby yeah but everywhere else it's it's okay it's it's still good i'd rate it at the same tier as, as chick-fil-a, Chick-fil-A. 
it's not better than chick-fil-a it's, though it's it, not better but if they took the main location and, and copy and pasted it it would have been better yeah but they i think they lost and again like when you have to prioritize quantity just as a franchise you're gonna lose the um you're gonna lose the control of the quality just like inevitably that's just gonna happen if you're making your own brownies every brownie batch is gonna come out the exact same way because it's your recipe you did that you train five other people to do it is not going to be nearly the same. And if they train five other people each, you have 25 people that know how to make the brownies, but the, the recipe is going to get kind of watered down the more it's being implemented by other people. Killer uh, Shark said, what about Buffalo Wild Wings? I ain't never been to Buffalo Wild Wings I've been in my there. life. It's all right. Buffalo Wild Wings isn't something special. I think it's like a... Where did you compare it to Wingstop? Wingstop, I think, is... I think Wingstop is better, um, but not that much better. I think Wingstop is kind of like the Chick-fil-A. Like, they are solid. Here's a problem. Like, in, in the conversation of wings, I, I don't had that many, eat chicken yeah. wings. Like, if I go to Chick-fil-A, I'm getting boneless. <laughs> or, yeah, Wingstop. Like, me. Yeah. Uh, but, I don't know. First of all, I don't like flats. Niggas always say like, "Oh, flats are better than 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 the drumettes." Like, I don't like them. Like, I like to be able to just eat my shit. I don't want to have to do the extras. Like, I'm trying to get into flats, but I just can't. Like, this nigga, little kid, give me my fucking chicken nuggets, bro. Like, I'll take my nuggets. This man can't eat the bone and stuff. <laughs> like, it's just too much. Let me get my fork. I don't even eat with the fork when I get my boneless uh, wing stop. What? I get one chopstick. Wait, 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 wait. wait. No, no, no. Shit, nigga. No, um, you, yeah, you're a little kid, bro. You need a Happy Meal oh or something. <laughs> like, like, I buy chicken This man said, I don't even use a fork. I'll be grabbing that. Y'all want little dino nuggets? Beach, you eat dino nuggets. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> you don't even like you, wings. You get a 600 for that one. Um, Where the mods at? Let me get you a chopstick. <laughs> anyway uh so we've kind of settled on like there's kind of no one better at this kind of current moment than chick-fil-a maybe some like exclusive locations that aren't yeah bigger chains yet but as big as chick-fil-a not yet there's no one making not chick-fil-a yet. um quantity sandwiches at that same quality yeah anyone who's better than chick-fil-a is making less yeah just in general uh for sure there are little spots out there that you can get better chicken and i've been to those spots mm-hmm. but vision um, said it's all like a uh, local mom and pop local shops, mom no and pop, yep no True. franchises um wingferno though i remember no it's true like there's like little little spots around la that give you the fattest piece of chicken yeah and thick as hell it's so few and far between. I've only had like a couple. Like I've had Wingferno. I've had um, this place called Hot Chick. Um, mm-hmm. we, there's also uh, Hawaiian Hot Chicken. Which yeah, is I was thinking good. of Hawaiian Hot. What else? I haven't been there in a minute. Connected to the gas station. Yeah, <laughs> Albertsons. A mango habanero chicken sandwich. What? Oh, okay, gas, okay. Albertsons. So First of all, before I touch on the chicken sandwich, what? Albertsons for me has the best just chicken, just In box general. of chicken pieces. You got the wow. breast, the wing, the thigh. Gas. I'm giving my my vote to Albertsons. Albertsons. They also have like this this random chicken sandwich and it's oh. just like it's pre-made it's just like wrapped up in a little uh in a little like um 
like warmer like yeah, underneath yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. the heating Under lamp. The heat lamp and honestly pretty good i mean just for you to just go in and pick up an already made chicken sandwich it's good for what that, it is that sounds pretty crazy good hey vision whenever we go to uh atlanta i'm going to every chicken spot and if they don't got the lemon pepper wet yeah we we leaving we need that shit wet i need that shit to drip but do do they do wet lemon pepper at wingstop no they haven't done it yet a bus i swear but you know what i found out wing stops in different states have different uh specific flavors for those states you know what? So like in dallas they have a cowboy's flavor that makes sense cali we have the uh the the not korean barbecue but it's like the, the ancho ranch no it's a the korean one korean q something like that mm. but i know that like in california there's a lot of like korean like hot wings specifically yeah. So it makes sense that Wingstop would have a flavor like that. Who texting you like that? Who just text? Fucking Vish. Oh my god. No, no, no shake ass one. Donate bitties? Vish, you gotta calm down. What the fuck? Vish, we'll the show fuck? some leg. Vish is trying to slut us out. You asked us if, if the knees were free, and obviously they weren't, and your, your uh, bitties paid for it. <laughs> so, exactly. Thank Vision. You. This is gonna, for the audio listeners, we're about to stand up and show our legs to the chat um so they're probably going to cut this out in the editing all right let's show the show the ties i didn't i didn't work on legs man natural pump Beefy. Oh, you. Bro, why'd you have some? Nigga, you said, you're like, yeah, you look good, man. You look. <laughs> like, why'd you hezzy you okay? um, in the in the webcam like it, his legs look good <laughs> and then i looked at him i'm like this shit looks like chicken <laughs> like it looks like uh <laughs> does that what does that mean it's just your skin is so light and then your hair <laughs> what does that mean your legs look good like don't don't get me wrong it's just funny like I don't know what you want me to say. All right. Oh, I got thunder thighs, no cap. Post them, post them on our Discord. I'm trying to see your thunder thighs. You Everybody in the chat, if you're not part of the Discord, hit that exclamation point, Discord. Real quick, earlier, um, Killer Sharks asked, what's the best pizza place? I'm going to give it the Pizza Hut. That's me. Pizza Hut. Every time. Best deals. I do Pizza Hut pan pizza specifically. I like my pizza pretty thick. And I like it fluffy, so real dense. That's my answer. Nobody else does stuffed crust. Pizza has the only place that do stuffed crust. They also do the hand toss. That shit's good. Somebody damn Vish. Hell no. Nah. You just have like the wrong opinion every Why? chance you get. Vish. You don't make no goddamn sense. I'm in those pants. Vish. You know it hurts the heart to like hate. 
Like for real, like I've seen people pass away from just hating too much. You know, I want better for you. Kind of despicable. I'm gonna be honest with you. Miles texted me the same thing. This yeah, morning. man. He was like, here's the thing. Fabe sent me a fucking tweet <laughs> about someone talking shit about Canes. I was at no, work. No, no, he wasn't even was talking. At- <laughs> I was at work. <laughs> I was minding my own business, having a great day, doing my own thing, you know, really locking in, doing my best for my res- my residents. And this nigga was like, man, fuck Canes, bro. I'm like, it, it it hurts it hurts me to see you hurt. You know that? Like it, it it makes me feel bad that you got so much hate in here, man. Like I got let me take care of that for you. You know, I feel like Naruto and Kuruma, man. You know, like let me <laughs> I'm gonna do something with all that hate with I'm you one do day. Channel it. <laughs> um exotic ass, hold up. So like what are all the names in post here? No, I'm lost here. I, oh, I'm lost here. Sorry. I just read that. Okay. You're talking about pizza or our names? Our names, I guess, so he can because he's new. Yeah. Uh, introduce ourselves. For sure, for sure. All right, so go ahead. I'm FML Rennie. Um I go by Rennie. Um Yeah, man, you know <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm FML Debbie and then I'm FML Grim. I'm Miles, I'm the N in FML. I don't yeah. do the M anymore. I guess I'm the L and mm-hmm. F and then I'm the F. Maybe we should do like the the F and L kind of like going yeah, into. That we should we should do the. Rot- what do I go? Wait, wait. <laughs> All right, <laughs> for the audio this. listeners, we're throwing up gang signs. Just there we go. To... That's us. That's it. There we go. Is that, that is that left to right or right to left? Is that flipped? No, it's, we need to flip it. I think. So, so you guys yeah, need to switch. Look, look at the thing at the top. That's what we're mirroring at the. Yeah. So the the F is over here. No wait, no, because the. Yo. It's going this. <laughs> Are y'all banging? No, no. So anyways, anyways. <laughs> what yeah, does FML ahead. stand for? FML stands for Fabe. Me. Miles. Yep. And Lorenzo. Yeah. My name's Lorenzo. We commonly get mistaken for fuck my life, or feeling mad lazy, feeling lazy. You know, anything uh, that people want to come up with other than our names, honestly. The most unique one was uh, Sarag Me Like. That stands for family. And I was like, damn, yeah, bro. Like, I was like, yo. We, I was really surprised because I was expecting more people to um, saying like, ah, FML, fuck my life, fuck my life. And I was going to be like, but, but um, thoroughly surprised at like how people were like, oh, feeling mad lazy. I was like, wow, that's crazy. No, nah, it was all the East Coast niggas like Ra and K. Mm-hmm. They were saying feeling mad lazy. And I was like, I've never heard that in my mm-hmm. life. And they banging, <laughs> they banging guys. So, I mean, yeah, we could do a little origin story. Um, quick synopsis. The origin story is also in episode zero, I believe. Yeah. Right. Or maybe episode yep. one. Either one. Um, we're all friends from high school. We yeah, met in man. band. Um, me and Miles had Spanish together. We became friends. Me and Fabe were a year older. We're a year older than Miles. We were our, in our tenth grade year when Miles was in his ninth grade, and we all just like kind of clicked up, became really good friends, and then um, after that semester, the first semester, our tenth grade year, Miles' freshman year. Miles went to a new school. I went to a new school. And Debbie was back at her old school. And the way we maintained our friendship was through gaming, um, hence FMO Gaming. Uh, so we've literally been just best friends since, like, damn near a decade at this point. Yeah. 
ninety percent of our interaction before before we could drive. Before we were still in mama's house, got to keep it down because because my mom's asleep in the next room. Like <laughs> we were playing Minecraft. Miles for the controller. Nah, man, that's my allergies, man. We <laughs> like y'all don't understand. We were playing Minecraft. Like, I was on Google Hangouts on my phone, bruh. had the cord wrapped around my neck and shit so it wouldn't fall, like, have my shit right here. <laughs> we were playing Minecraft just, like, bruh. every weekend, bro. We would, this shit was crazy. Like, bro. we would literally just play video games on the weekend. The the thing that really solidified it was, like, before going to, to Westchester, I was pretty much just playing, like, random pubs online. And then they're like, hey, bro, like, play Minecraft? I'm like, ah, I can get it. And then got it, and it was Minecraft, and it was GTA. And it was first semester went by and then winter break three weeks straight from like <laughs> just it was routine. It was from like 6 p.m. to like 4 a.m. Go to sleep, wake up, hop on the game, take a nap, wake up and eat dinner and then back on it. Like we were playing like we would wake up. This is when GTA came out with the heist mm-hmm. and we would wake up and just do an entire heist. Spend the dedicated. entire day. That's I remember it. one time it was that fucking heist with the bridge. Oh, that that shit was a lot because when we lost a friend that day, yeah, (laughs) we lost a friend that day and still didn't complete the heist. And then we woke up at six o'clock in the morning, and just to finish that one setup in the heist, didn't even finish the heist. That shit was fucked up, and all the um, all the goddamn uh, setups for the heist, we we did them on hard. We did the heist on hard. Every mission that we did in GTA was on hard, and it was the dumbest shit ever, but we round yeah. money. Yeah. I'm be honest. No, there was the one epiphany I had. I was like, we were playing, driving in my nice car, bought a nice new suit, get my hair done. I was like, yo, guys, all the money that we've made is like dirty money. Like every time we've made money, someone's died. There's been drugs moved around. Weapons have just been circulating because of us innocent people and <laughs> can you imagine like if there was a stat about how many civilians died in the process of us playing games that's fucked it's bad it's yeah. it's <laughs> i I've, i think after that i kind of just stopped playing gta so much like it just i just didn't feel like Miles, morally right Miles would literally just drive and run over people bro like <laughs> that was before you, the you, you would just start <laughs> you would just start fights with the police and then we'd be like miles we're trying to start this heist you'd be like hold on I, and all you, all you hear, all like, you hear is I'm a one level. <laughs> I would put C4s in my car and then just oh, drive up to another car I, and the then just C4s, detonate the C4s. <laughs> Literally, like, Miles hey, would walk up to your car, toss it, and then you'd be like, Miles, don't detonate. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, I'm no. glad to be a part of the brotherhood, the FML brotherhood. Thank you, Killer Sharks, man. We pre- like we're glad that you guys you. are a part of this too. Like it's very much. No, bigger than us. Yeah. Um, Wait, around your neck, kinky? Nah, like, I put, I was wrapping the cord. It's not a safe thing, to do, but it's like. <laughs> it's, it's I didn't like, tell uh, you it was safe. It, it just worked. It's just like what kept my phone next to my face so I could talk and be in the, the Google Hangouts yeah. chat. We didn't have the mics with the boom arm and the whole setup. We, it was just a it was phone and it wired was earrings. PS3, or not earrings, wired earphones. We didn't even have. Like PS3 days, you had to have a Bluetooth headset. Like that was mandatory. But man, they didn't even have no. The dumbest shit was PS3. They had the party chat system, but you had to only be in the party chat. Like you couldn't play any games while you're in the party chat. 
really so you would i didn't even know that and only use it if you were trying to talk um i got a question for debbie go ahead when you guys have questions just say your question just highlight highlight yeah your, uh, highlight highlight your question and then we'll we'll read it out serious inquiries only okay go go for it um i was gonna say as we were like talking about the timing i realized that that period of knowing miles only lasted for like a semester one semester and then like a little bit of the second semester guys it was the first day of the second dude my experience right crazy i was there so i pulled the westchester first semester killed it had winter break played games that was it i started going to these workshops at this performing arts school because um i started going to uh, these workshops because i wanted to apply for this school um for my sophomore year and if you do the workshops over the weekends, you um, you get a better chance of getting accepted because you had to audition for it. So I'm doing the workshops on the last weekend, last workshop, I bring in my transcript so they can have it. I'm on my way leaving. The workshop's done. I'm on my way to my car. And I see just this random assistant principal for the dance academy. And I'm applying for music. Give him my transcripts. He said, oh, and mind you, this is Sunday. This is Sunday. And he was like, he was like, oh, your transcripts are pretty nice. I'm gonna email your school and pull you out tomorrow. You start Tuesday. That was it. That was the conversation. So I pulled up to school on Monday. I'm like, hey guys, um, I'm transferring to my last day. Everybody's like, ah, nah, he's fucking around. I'm getting beat up. Everyone's fucking around with me all day. No problem. <laughs> rip his pocket. <laughs> Dude, rip my pocket off my shirt. And then at the end of the day, I'm like, all right, for real guys though, like this is my last day. <laughs> and everybody was like, what? Oh, for real? And then that was it. It was it never came back. Bro, I have a video of Miles playing elbow grease on that day, like on the trombone. Bro. I would get Mar- back on trombone. Marching band was really dope. Like that shit was fun. That was so funny. For those of you guys who don't know, we were quite literally a three-man band in marching band. Everyone didn't give a fuck. And the three of us, I was in charge of the drum line. They was I, I somehow was the captain. I don't like, know what I don't know. was doing. No, no. I was literally leading all the instruments. Yeah, I guess he was the drum major or something. Like, like I was, I, yeah, I was band major. And and Miles, Miles on the trombone. I was learning trombone, too. Like, that was my first, <laughs> my first semester like, on trombone. We would just fuck around. Funny, and dude. we made, like, we, we were like, all right, let's make a song or something. And then Miles played a little riff. And I was like, yeah, this is cool. And then we, like, we had our... We just made a song. It was called Elbow Grease. And I forget how it sounds. I think it was like. It was it was funny as shit. Um, and then and then, yeah, that's pretty yeah. much like our entire band dynamic. We were just in charge. I was yelling at the drum line half the time. Babe was yelling at uh, uh, this one girl who played flute. <laughs> oh no, um, Lauren. freaking Alan. Oh, Alan. <laughs> oh, and Alan. This dude, uh, Alan, in marching band. If Alan never God. sees this, Alan, I you were funny, dude. Oh, they're doing good, man. This, this dude, Wasani. Wasani, bro. I was I, first of all, I was struggling with the drum line. Everyone on the drum line didn't know how to like keep mm. a beat to save their life. Natalie tried her best. Wasani tried his best. But 
damn, I was I was getting mad, bro. No, <laughs> like, Natalie, I have no sympathy for her because she'll be offbeat and you're like, what are you doing? And she'll pull out her headphones and just heavy metal. Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm like, all right, we're going to do warm-ups. Just do eighth notes. Boom, 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 boom. And she'd just be like, I don't fucking, I don't know. And Wasani, <laughs> I'm like, Wasani, you're, you're base four, bro. Like, you're important. Everyone can hear you. And then he's like, oh, my bad, bro. Fucking <laughs> everybody's fucking up. <laughs> like, oh man, uh, I prefer e girls. But if you want, I ladies nuts across your face. Ah, got him. Yo, you thought you could get me? You thought you could get me? You can't get me. But yeah, uh, <laughs> nice try, Vish. Nice try, Vish. Um. But what was I going to say? Yeah, so band was a really good time. And the fact that it lasted, like, that that whole time felt really long to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, we, we knew Miles for, like, give or take four-ish months. Yeah, max. Max. Like, that's crazy. That was a long, it was a long time, but we got to know each other so well in that short duration. It's, it's pretty incredible. It I got into a relationship in that time mm-hmm. that I knew Miles. It was like that a lot a lot happened. So much happened. I think like for me what Life really uh with Mason <laughs> <laughs> What really solidified it was winter break because like we would like we would just talk. We just literally wake up, hop on games, and then just talk and then go to sleep, wake up, and it was just the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like for three weeks straight, how many hours of just like nonstop just like interaction pretty much? And then after that, that was it. Like, we were all going to different schools, but every weekend we're hopping on games. I was getting pulled up to Lorenzo's house, just chilling. When I got mm. my car my senior year, oh, that was it. That was it. I'm just yeah. like, I'm, we would pull <laughs> up all the time. Christmas parties, that was, that was the regular after yeah. that. Like, we just go over Ren's house for Christmas parties. We had a LAN party at Ren's house. We all brought oh. our own PS4 and our own monitor. And we just post up Paragon in the days. Room, and hit up land and just played Paragon. We we hit eras that definitely within our relationship. It was like Minecraft era, then GTA era, and then we hit the we hit the arc of Paragon. And yeah. that Paragon came out my senior our our senior year, but that Miles' was, junior year. Paragon launched with the PS4. Paragon era was crazy. Yeah. And I remember Fabe sending me the commercial or the the trailer that Epic dropped for the PS4, and he was like, "Bro, this game's free." No, he said, "Bro, this game's twenty dollars. It, it looks really good, bro." And I was like, "Nigga, I don't even have a PS4." Oh, I remember when the, right. the PS4 was coming out, and my mom was like, "Yo, Miles, someone, one of my friends told me that Walmart's gonna have these PS4s for Christmas at a discounted price." I'm like, "Guys, guys, guys, guys!" Oh. My mom told me that they're gonna have like um, PS4s at this at this Walmart for this price for Christmas. Everybody's like, "Mom, mom!" Yeah. Everybody's like, "Yeah, let's get it. We're gonna get it, right?" Christmas comes. <laughs> I think like oh, <laughs> the next week we were like. Y'all on PS3? <laughs> no, nah, I remember yeah. that shit. It was during winter break. Bruh, that it was, was it was Operation PS4. Oh my god, Brett everyone, was the last one to get a PS4. Everyone was trying to get PS4s for Christmas. Um, no, for Black Friday. Mm. Yeah, and and the Black, Black Friday, Friday bundle. It was Black Friday. <laughs> yep, the Black Friday bundle. <laughs> and the only person that got a PS4 was Mason. He got his first somehow, like out of all of us, he got his first. And then I was, no, I think Miles was second. And then I got mine. Um, I don't even remember getting mine, you know? Like, I, I don't have that memory in my head. I, I just remember getting mine. Yeah, because you had GTA in yours. But, okay, so yeah, I was the last person to get a PS4. Everyone was already playing PS4. Everyone was in Destiny. 
Um, right. Everyone was playing Paragon. And I was still on my PS3. I'm like, guys, you want to play Minecraft with me on PS3? <laughs> I remember if it was like, nobody trying to play that shit. <laughs> I was just like, oh, okay. But fucking, um, I got my PS4. And a week later, I got in trouble. And my oh. mom took it away. And... This story... I'm going to tell y'all this story. I, I think I said it on stream a couple of days ago, but this for our podcast, our audio listeners, this is a little treat for you guys. So I get my PS4. <laughs> I'm addicted. I'm, sorry, this nigga was I'm like, addicted to the Altoids. <laughs> <laughs> bro, the Altoids have a fucking chokehold on me, bro. This nigga Fave went through half of his Altoids container. I ain't going to lie. I'm addicted to the minty flavors, too. Oh fuck it. Go ahead. You, go ahead. But um so I get my PS4 a week after I graduate high school. June 6th. I got my PS4 June 18th, 2016. And I the next day <laughs> I'm like I'm 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 grown. I just graduated high school. I'm going off to college, SMC. Shout out SMC. And I'm like, I'm going to get some weed. I paid my friend like 20 bucks, and she made me a baker's dozen of weed brownies. And then my other friend, she got like, she got just this little capsule of weed. And I was like, let's smoke up. I got these brownies. I'll match you. Like, it's going to be a great day. And it was like my first time getting faded. It was, Rini, I got my PS4 before you. Yeah, Cardi, you did. I was late. I was damn super late. But I got, we, I pulled up to my friend. We all went down to Santa Monica to pick up the brownies. And we go to the, I meet up with my friend. She gives me a baker's dozen worth of brownies. And I've never had an edible in my life. So I was like, all right, you want some? She was like, oh, I don't want that shit. I was like, okay, more for me. I started scarfing them motherfuckers down. I I gave my friend one, and I gave my cousin one, and I ate the rest. Oh I my ate God. ten weed brownies that day. No, bro. And That's... then, and I was like, I don't even feel anything, dude. And then my my friend, she was like. I kind of want to slow down. That's a lot. <laughs> this, man, this man hit the astral plane, bro. You were like, this ain't you, even nothing, bro. Like you remember the uh, Black Panther when he when he had to like drink that thing to bro, like go into the astral plane. I was talking bro, to my you, ancestors. Bro. <laughs> you were talking to the ancestors. Thank you so much for the follow, Joan Jaco Eleven. Oh, Joan Jaco. Joan Jaco. Thank you so much. Is that how you say it? Jaco Jaco? Jaco. <laughs> What's up, though? Um, go ahead. Um, and so. I scarfed down 10 fucking weed brownies, homemade. They were really nice, very fudgy, a lot of chocolate, very rich. And then I was like, I ain't feeling shit. Let's go over to this alley and and smoke this weed out of an apple. (laughs) And so we smoked out of an apple. I don't think I got faded from that. But, like, I was like, all right, this is done. I'm high, or at least I think I'm high off this apple. Um, let's go home. And so I hop on the bus and well, we're waiting for the bus. And then my friend's talking to me and I'm just like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what do you say? <laughs> and then they're like, I wasn't saying anything to you. And 
I was having like a whole conversation with my friend. Just this, the edibles were kicking in. None of it was real. I don't remember how I got home, but I do remember listening to one song and it was fucking run from the devil by Roy in the beginning of the song. It's just drums. Like, like the, like fucking tribal drums, like, and then the beginning of the song is you better run, run, run from the devil. And so you were essentially on your way to being obliterated. Yeah. And the song that you remember listening to was running from the devil. Mm -hmm. That's one hell of an experience. That's, that's a lot to take in. Fade on the bus. Yeah. (laughs) By by Rory. Yeah. And by the way, if you guys want to listen to some alternative shit, Rory is the one. Exotic assassin with the hydrate. Thank you. I am a water fiend. I appreciate very much. And so I was, that song basically sent me over the edge. Devil's Whisper is a song. Yeah, that's, that shit is good. It's a really good song. Um, not a good song if, you've, if you're about to get sent to the astral plane it's a on good song edibles. Sober. It's a good song sober, though. Um, I don't remember how I got home. All I remember is waking up and my mom <laughs> was like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I'm asleep. I was just tired, you know, <laughs> went down to Santa Monica. Um, like a post-game interview. <laughs> and, you know, I got some food, and I think I'm sick, mama. I think I'm sick. My cousin was in the bed with me. Yeah. <laughs> the sick <laughs> and, and my mom was like, Lorenzo, come here. Took me to the other room, and then... She she looked at me, grabbed my face. She was like, "What's wrong with you?" And I'm like, "No, nah, I'm just I just don't feel too good, ma. I don't I don't know." <laughs> she looked at my eyes, my eyes bloodshot, fucking red. And then I was like, and she said, "B, like, tell me the truth. What what did you do?" And then I was like, <laughs> "I'm faded." <laughs> I was like, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have been serious, oh, bro. I swear man. to God, I'm, I'm the least serious person in the very serious situation. I would have been laughing my ass off. You got a full send it, like, yeah. would have been like, uh, <laughs> I was like, I was like, I smoked weed. <laughs> and when I said that. Boy, when I said that, my mom punched me in the face so goddamn hard, bro. She tried to lay my shit out. She said, boom. And she did. I was on the ground. And I was like, damn, she's really, she's really hitting me right now. My mom stomped me out like I was a random ass nigga, bro. Like just boom, 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 boom. And then stood me up. And then my sister was at the door and she was like, Kick him out, mom. <laughs> like she said, send him out. Put him on the street. Get him out of here. And then my cousin woke up and he was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then my mom was like, get out. Get out. And he was like, can I get my shoe? Like, I got one shoe on right now. She said, go. And then he kicked this nigga out without his shoes. <laughs> then he had to walk home. I felt so bad. Family. You know, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah you know, family crazy. Yeah, that shit, shit was wild. But 
after that, my we we went on a family walk. Wow. And she was like, "Who gave you the drugs?" And I couldn't write out my friend, so I made up a name, and I was just like, "No, I didn't make up a name. I made a, I I said it was a real. I gave her the name of someone I knew, but I was okay with losing as a friend." Wow. Honestly, no. That, that, no. The I'm with it because, look, whenever my mom would ask me, like, who are you out with? I wouldn't tell her because if something happened, then she would associate those yeah, those the, actions with those with people. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I can't have that happening. So I'm going to just either drop a random name or drop a nigga that she also know, but I don't really care about. Yeah. So, I like, it's like a burner name. I was like, I was like <laughs> my mom's never going to meet this person in real life. So I, I got the drugs from this person. And, and she was like, Okay. All right. We're going to find them. <laughs> I was like, mom, don't, don't do that. And then she, my mom asked um, my sister, like, have you ever done drugs? Have you ever tried weed? Has anyone ever offered you weed? And then my sister was like, no, never. I would never do that. And then my brother was like, mom, is this really a big deal? <laughs> and she was like, you're... You're siding with your brother? And he was like, no, I just don't, don't like, it's not that big a deal. He's just high. <laughs> my mom got mad at my brother. And it was, just, it was just all bad. I remember after that, my mom took away my PS4, took my TV out the room. Um, and then I had to go to work with her for the rest of the summer. Oh, and she said, as your punishment, you have to write down every word of, to this book. And it was a book about decision making. And so I had to write down every single word in that book. And then by the time I got my PS4 back, I was already done. And you just rewrote a book? Yeah. God. Did you learn anything <laughs> from that experience about decision-making? I wasn't reading that book. See, I, was, I was looking at individual words and writing down the words one by one. This is what Your I'm talking about with the homework. Like, it's just busy work. I'm not learning yeah. anything from this shit. Like, uh, th- I'd rather spend my time with something more productive. It was a... I wouldn't say it was a waste of time. The ass whoop- I learned more from the ass whooping than I learned from yeah. <laughs> the book about decision like, making. Damn, my mom got a right hook. She, shit. <laughs> my mom used to do uh, karate with us in order to get us to um, actually go to the classes. My mom was fighting. And she, I guess she had a lot of built up aggression, but she knocked this bitch's teeth out one time during the sparring matches. Like, Can she do that? Up. Can, can she like dude they kept her in the class we were doing full contact sparring like it was it was intense shit broke a break and everything like my mom was my mom was beating bitches ass um and i i got that right hook and i was like yeah she yeah that makes a lot of sense <laughs> I don't, with you. but yeah that's my weed story um after that i got my ps4 back and then you know we were all gaming together playing everything was good i remember calling ren being like Everything good? How you doing? Bring my nigga out the beam, man. <laughs> Bring my nigga ran. It was bad. Um, I was seeming going off the the high stories. I have one that really had me like ripping. It was I was like I think my freshman year of college, and I pulled up to my homie's house and my girlfriend at the time, and we had this little like uh, mini bong. So I brought the bong and some weed, and he had edibles. So we go, and I make the same mistake every time go in eat the edibles and then just get a like stupid faded off the bong so i'm sitting down with my head down in the living room and he's like bro how you feeling i'm like dude i'm faded like i'm 
gone. And he was like, oh, no, man. Eddie's haven't even kicked in yet, man. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and so after a little while, I'm like kind of having my head down, just trying to chill. And I have this, um, I have this memory of my dad and I talking on our front porch of our apartment. And I just remember like the conversation that we were having. And then I stopped and I was like, this didn't happen. Like this, this isn't like a real memory. Like we didn't live here. So there's no way we could have been having this conversation on this porch. And part of me was like, I know it did happen. Remember it's right here. Like this, the memory is here. You see it. I'm like, no, this didn't happen. And my brain was like, I bet. And basically rolled out like an entire film sheet of just all of my memories and said which ones are real and which ones aren't. You were wow. You were derealizing. Oh <laughs> my god! I, I felt like an alchemist. Like I was just breaking down the universe. I was really going through and being at, at that point. I was like, nothing's real. I, it's just me, my girlfriend, and my friend right now. We are the only three things that are real. Everything else after this is fake. Nothing, nothing. Yeah, my family, that, all fake friends. That's, that's when fake. the ego takes over. Yeah, yeah. That's some good shit. You sure you weren't laced, dude? I don't. Maybe. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Here's what happened. At that point, I called my dad. Called him. I'm like, it was late, and he was like, "Hello." I'm like, "Hey, what's up, man?" <laughs> <laughs> nah, there's no. I would have been like, "This nigga's high." Hold up, let me <laughs> let me see what's up. And this, <laughs> this like, you know, the police are coming right now. This right nigga now. was confused. He was like. Um, hey, I'm like, how's everything? You good, man? He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. Everything's cool. How are you? I'm like, oh, I'm good. I'm good. It's good, man. Um, you see, coming down this weekend. Need any help or something? He's like, oh, yeah, that'd be great. Um, yeah, I got some work in the back, and then honestly, we can fi finish that up. Maybe if anything, play some dominoes, you know, uh, barbecue something. I'm like, cool, bet. I'll see you this weekend. And he's like, all right, man, cool. Love you. I'm like, love you too. Wasn't real. <laughs> in that moment i'm like it was fake <laughs> that was the uh, real person <laughs> and then it, it was just like i felt myself spiraling and then in that moment i'm just like i'm just high i didn't feel like this before i smoked and before i had this eddie so i'm not gonna feel like this after and i put my head down and i'm like that's it when so I my dad that weekend just made plans with him bro i feel like that's the craziest thing everyone has like a really bad weed story mm. because nine times out of ten if you're trying weed for the first time, you're jumping off the deep end. Yeah. And it's just bad. I, I, there's too many times niggas have come over our house and we're like me and Brooke are advanced. Yeah, y'all. Advanced smoking. <laughs> every time, <laughs> every time someone comes over, they offer them weed. And I say, no, not that. They pass them over the fucking the Puffco, which is fully loaded with wax, and just like, yeah, bro, just take this blinky on white. We're like, oh, no. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna no. tell you this right now. Like, if we ever like, taking. if you guys know us, and me or Brooke offer you weed, don't, don't take, take it. it. I'm gonna just say this now as a disclaimer. <laughs> I'm not anxious, motherfucker, when I'm high. Yeah, Vish having a panic attack. Yeah. Next freaking... time Vish gets faded out of her house, I'm gonna fuck with her. I'm gonna be like, Vish, you know the police are coming, right? Nah. Um. <laughs> Don't you hate Thanks, like the way your skin feels? Thanksgiving. <laughs> you should take oh it off. No, nah, Thanksgiving dinner, that was wild. Oh. No, these these this is my story, but it's not a bad story. It's just a really stupid story. Um but I was like, yeah, you know, I'm you know, I've smoked before. I'm not a smoker or anything. I don't consume weed like that, but like I'm once in a blue moon, you know. 
So this was one of those blue moon nights, and uh, they were like, "Yeah, we just gonna eat." And then, uh, did we eat before we smoked? Yeah, we had a whole. I don't know up. why we ate before no, we smoked. No, we no we we sushed before, and then in the like we we were like we were all chilling. We smoked, okay. and then we started eating. Yeah, and then we after, passed the we passed the blunt around. No, we passed two Diablo joints two. were in rotation, mm-hmm. and then our friend Beth rolled up a blunt, and that was in rotation. And then we ate our first plate, and everybody's like seconds. Uh, nah, yeah, then crazy. We, no, it, it it was like once they let the first one two hits, I was I was done. I was done after that. I was like, damn, bro. And then they lit the second one, and Miles is right next to me the whole time, passing it to me, and I would forget to pass. I'd be like, I'd be talking, 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 and then Miles would be like, and I'm like, it fucking hit after we finished dude. eating. Yeah, everyone was faded faded it was, it was bad, bad it was crazy it, it was funny <laughs> with fade because let's say like fade was sitting here and i'm sitting right here someone was talking to him about like not smoking fade was like no nah, i smoke i'm with the shits fuck that bro where the shit at give it to me right now i hit that motherfucker right now shit and i tap him please my hands were shaking when i grabbed it i was like this man was he he was keeping up though. He was doing the shit. I was trying my best, bro, but like God, I was just it was too far gone. So for those of you guys that don't know, a Diablo joint is a regular joint, but it's covered in wax and rolled in and and dusted with Keith. And that was like our staple. Especially if we're going to like a party or something. We'll just get those ten dollars two Diablo joints in a capsule. Most efficient thing you'll find. And yeah. the bonus with them is because they're covered in Keith, they um they're really, really smoky. So if you want a hot box, it will fill the room very fast. But that like I'm telling you, Vision, like that shit was that shit was like the big boy shit. I remember I got like the five dollar high fly joints and that would put me on my ass. And then like me and Brooke would split a Diablo joint and then me and Brooke would smoke one Diablo joint to ourselves and then Diablo joints just started becoming like, ah, it's not enough. So we just started taking bong, we started taking chops and then our friend Beth came over and she brought out this big ass fucking ring with the blowtorch in the wax and I was like, what the fuck is this? Blew that shit, like that shit was red hot, dropped wax in that and she's like, here you go. And I was like, me? (laughs) (laughs) Took a hit. I was out on my ass. And every time Beth comes over, I get more faded than I've ever been the previous time Beth comes over. And it doesn't make any sense because I'm thinking, oh, I'm advanced. Like, I don't need this shit. But it's bad. It's really bad. Yeah. Anytime we bring up Beth, I always have to put a disclaimer. Anybody in the chat who smokes, who think they smoke, who think you the shit, not touching Beth. That's it. I just want to let y'all know. Got a line. She's the one. Don't say shout out Beth in the chat. Shout out Beth. Shout out Beth, man. Um, but yeah, I I can't do that. I got I got baby lungs. You know, I I come from a family of uh smokers on my dad's side. <laughs> uh, my my dad smokes. My my grandpa smokes. My grandma smokes. By by hereditary, you know, whatever, X, Y, you know, I got fucked up. I got some really bad lungs, bro. Yeah. He's not um, supposed to be a smoker. Not like I have asthma. I don't have asthma. I just, I, sometimes I be getting shortness of breath, like, in, in certain situations. But, like, You just if, literally have baby lungs. Yeah, I think, I think if I got my lungs looked at, I, for real, wouldn't be surprised if they were like, yeah, your lungs are kind of, you know, kind of weak, you know. Um, 
because I I be taking deep breaths, you know. Uh, but I've been working on that because I I've been trying to go to the gym, you know, and trying to like be more conscious of my health, especially because like my lungs just suck. You doing more cardio? Yeah, yeah. Now I'm doing more cardio, um, to support my leg workout and also just to get myself to sweat. Mm-hmm. Your cardio is definitely going to get your heart racing for sure. That's what I want. I know, like, when I was on campus, surprisingly, as much as I was smoking, it didn't really mess up with, like, my cardio because we play basketball all the time. We run, like, four, five, six games back to back full court. And I'm like, I, I, remember, I remember, like, playing basketball and being like, I'm doing pretty good to be smoking, honestly. So it hasn't had too much of an effect on me. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I feel like weed is better than, than cigarettes in that way. Yeah, like my cardio well, is better than you don't want to. You don't want to get tobacco wraps and stuff well, like that. Will still. But now, like when you go to the doctor, they ask, "Are you um smoker yeah. or smoker non tobacco?" Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. yeah, they separate. They they separate it now. Ah, uh, yeah. You know what I think about though? There's definitely got to be like, I feel like our generation is gonna be the generation in the smoke the non smoking commercials where they're all <laughs> fucked up off of the weed because you can see just the bong. Bong is dirty. Yeah. Like, I remember I was trying to look like Corella DeVille one time. <laughs> so I got a straw, and I put the weed, like, I put the joint on the end of the straw so I can have an extendo tip. Oh, my God. And then I smoked the... <laughs> Don't ask why. Corella... So, uh, extendo tip, right? <laughs> and I looked inside the extendo tip, and it was, like, dirty. And I was like, damn. Like, that probably gonna have some long-term effects and for a good time not a long Look, time so it is what it is smoking anything smoking paper will, right. will fuck up your lungs just period you're inhaling carcinogens mm. like at the end of the day yeah uh, um the thing is is like uh with tobacco it was specifically like smoking the tobacco in the tar um and then the the nicotine addiction i think the the biggest issue with weed is Smoking it a lot before you're like fully developed mentally. Smoking weed at a young age can mess you up later down the line, but as an adult, yeah, it, it I mean it'll have an effect on yeah. on your lungs the same way alcohol will have an effect on your liver. There's people who like I know that have been smoking since like middle school, and yeah. these niggas like they 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 just talk slow and they slow down like as people, and I I, I you can kind of see it how it fucks them up. Like there'll be niggas who smoked from sixth grade and then eighth grade slow motion. It's just bad. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I I definitely don't want to do that. I didn't like, smoke until I graduated high school. But like you're which is you're good. you're smoking at twelve. You're you're smoking and you're faded when you're going through puberty. That that's, yeah, that's not gonna not be a good, a, a good combo at all. It's fucked up. Yeah. That but that like level straight. The level of like. Uh, dopamine that you're adding at that early of an age like that dopamine fix Mm -hmm. like that's just gonna fuck you up and it's gonna be harder even to recover to like get Mm -hmm. into a healthy balance of you know smoking and like living a normal like kind of balanced life you're really setting yourself up for an uphill battle because it's the same thing when like people take melatonin your body naturally produces melatonin yeah you start taking melatonin supplements your body's like oh cool we're already getting this outside Let's just shut this down and use this energy to do something else. Mm-hmm. If you're taking in dopamine, your brain's like, oh, that one less thing I got to do. And it starts doing other things. So when you stop smoking weed, there's no dopamine that's there. Your brain isn't there developing it because it's already like used or created a dependency from an outside source. So the recovery game is going to be absolute trash. 
Vish, if you stop, if you don't stop talking about flumes and stuff. Um. <laughs> oh, exactly. I'll, look, I'll even say it. I went through my phase of nicotine. It was it was really bad. It's because um I did the I didn't do cigarettes, but I did like the uh Soren. Yeah, my roommate had one and he had a Soren and I, I remember I tried to hit it one time and this shit was like trash. He left for the weekend, he's like, Hey bro, I'm leaving my uh my Soren here if you want to use it, feel free, have as much as you want. I was cleaning my room, listening to music, and one day I hit it and got the perfect hit and I'm like, Bro, I'm like the the head high was crazy. I mean it's really nice because it's really low commitment you get it for 10 minutes that's it yeah it lasts like like a minute Mm -hmm. max like if if you ever take a hit of nicotine it's literally 30 seconds head rush Mm -hmm. like and then and then you're done that's why people smoke on their smoke breaks or like that's why people smoke on their lunch breaks Mm -hmm. like you can just get what you need and then and then just be done with it but that's why it's so that shit sneaks up on you. The nicotine addiction sneaks up on you. I Guys, swear to God. I had I bought my own Soren. My first little juice it came with was five milligrams of nicotine. The next juice I got was fifty milligrams of nicotine. Yikes. One just in one jump, just from fifty or from five to fifty. That's it. I was working at a summer camp over summer at my ten minute break. It was in my little fanny pack, just pulled us aside of the building, took my heads, didn't smell. No one knew I wasn't faded. It was easy. It was too easy. It smoked itself. So at that summer camp, did you ever find yourself in like a situation where a kid was telling you like, hey, I've been thinking about trying weed or like I've been thinking about smoking. Have they ever sought advice from you in that moment? From as far as like on that level, I will. I pretty much worked with like six to 12 year olds. So I wasn't really with like, they didn't really get into stuff like that necessarily. I think if I was with like the teen camp and they were kind of like, those are like 13 through the 17. I think a lot of those conversations might be coming up more, but on my part, not really. I remember at um, MDA, one of, one of my kids, he was like, cause I told him like, yeah, I smoke weed, but I'm also old enough to, I also don't smoke. I'm not smoking. Like, I'm not a smoke weed every day kind of guy, like wake and bake kind of guy. I mean, I smoke, but I smoke in the same frequency as, like, a white nigga drinking a beer after work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, like, like you, you can you can either, like, I, I smoke is something that I do, or you can be, like, I'm a smoker. And it's yeah. something that, I, like, I actively, like, a personality. Mm-hmm. At that point, it's just, like, I just smoke. I say, it's something I do. Come home from work, whatever, right before bed. It's just it's just something that you do. But if you're if you're walking around with a joint, you wake up. If you spend the majority of your day faded, or it was a, a PSA, and they say um, if you if you're not feeling right when you're sober, then that's when it's a problem. Yeah. If you sober up and be like, yeah, I don't really feel too good. I need to get faded. That's when it's yeah might be a, a bigger thing. And so like he was he was basically telling me like, oh, my friends want me to go smoke weed with them and everything. And he was like. 16 at the time um and you know i had to be a mentor and i was like this these are the moments where you have to give solid life advice and i said look man you shouldn't you should not do that like i i know i smoke but it's it's to the point where it's like i'm old enough to smoke if you get caught up if you get caught then one you're getting arrested like that's illegal you're fucked up you're not going to be able to go to college. You're going to, it's going to have a cascading effect on your life. And two, your brain's not fully developed. 
and it's going to give you more emotional problems to smoke before you're of the age to do so legally. Um, and you're not going to be able to, you're not going to be able to fix that. You're going to have to use more chemicals in order to make sure your brain is properly balanced. Cause that shit will fuck up your, the, the equilibrium in your brain. And that's, that's quite frankly, like from a met, like a purely medical standpoint, you shouldn't smoke or do like, you shouldn't smoke, shouldn't drink. You shouldn't do anything until like after 25, really. Cause that's when your brain is fully developed. 21 is just so that you can get a fighting chance. Like that's literally so your brain can just get a chance. Um, and like, he was like, yeah, I didn't expect you to say that. <laughs> he was looking for me to be like, yeah, bro, smoke weed. Like, do it. <laughs> but it's like, nah, I, I waited until I got out of high school at the very least to smoke. And I'm like, you just, just wait. You're, you're completely fine to just wait. You don't have to smoke weed. You're not missing out on anything. It's not like the hype isn't yeah. there, bro. Like, yeah. Now thinking about it, like I used to be scared. Cause like I Westchester was always around like weed. We- Weed was oh, always man. around at Westchester. Bruh, like niggas were getting faded in the afternoon. Faded in the bathroom. Westchester bruh. was scary. My first day of school over there, went to the bathroom, hot boxed. I'm like, mm-hmm. what the, what's the adults? Like, I was, I was scared. I'm like, yeah. I'm trying to take a piss, and this niggas just like, I walk into a room, white niggas just, <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. But that's the thing. I feel like growing up, they demonized weed, and I wish like someone actually said like hey weed isn't bad but it's bad for you yeah you know at, I mean? at certain times yeah like, like there there needs to be like just like how there's an educational ca- class for like uh safe sex and all of that there needs to be a class about like you know uh substance abuse or like that kind yeah. of thing the thing is in america we we don't do that because we think teaching them these things is going to enable Mm-hmm. Like they talk about how like they first of all they've been taking health and sex education out of school just pretty much completely at this yeah, point. That's yeah. asinine. And um and they're talking we talk about like oh we should start teaching at an early age and they're like oh if you want to teach them about sex at an early age that means you want them to have sex at an early age. It's it's really controversial, but yeah. The thing is, there's um I was in class and we did a project and in Italy they have um they teach like sex education at like a, at like a grade school level very mm-hmm. very young. But we looked at the statistics and we looked at the prevalence of chlamydia and the prevalence, the prevalence of chlamydia across Italy as a whole was just a fraction of the presence of chlamydia in um, college universities mm. in just California. That's the thing. I, I'm going to be honest. I didn't know that not pulling out would get you pregnant until like shortly after the first time I lost my virginity. I, I was like. Damn. So wait. <laughs> tell me the first what? So. And, and I'm like, then what the fuck? So wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, hold on. <laughs> you mean it's too late? <laughs> like, and that's okay. So the other day, I was having a conversation with my mom about um, teaching sex education in like grade school. I was like, I told her I made the statement that you should you should teach kids about um sex education in general um as soon as possible as soon as they're able to have the conversation you need to teach them like you need to demystify the shit because that's the best way to avoid um people who are being abused like 
and we've seen it like if if a kid like when i for, i for one when i raise my kids i'm gonna say that's your penis that's your vagina these are your parts and these are intimate parts that shouldn't be touched by an adult because that's not okay you know and this is what they do and if this happens this happens like how to take care of themselves and all this other shit because you need to know about it um and if you say like oh this is your willy this is your pp like all this other stuff then a predator will come and if they're saying other things that don't match the definitions that you've received and the euphemisms that you've received then you won't know that what ha what is happening is not okay um and that's why it's important to make sure that your kids are educated and know what's going on because there are predators that are out there and if the if our kids aren't knowledgeable of these things then then they won't know to speak up on certain subjects yeah. you know what i mean and so like even with um teaching your kids about different sexualities like i think that's very important too because mm -hmm. again like if there's a if there's a kid who's gay and they grow up seeing um heteronormative like relationships a guy and a girl um all these things like they're gonna think that they're growing up and they're a freak you know and so they're going to seclude themselves and not be able to speak up about certain things because they, they it's in that it's in that realm so we need a we need to demystify all this shit and actually have the conversation so that our kids will know how to have the conversation um Thank you, Exotic. Uh, Appreciate you, night, Exotic. Man. Hope you have a good night. Thank, Thank you, you for, for pulling the through and the follow. We'll be yeah. back on Monday, so Monday. check us out. We'll be gaming. We'll be gaming. I know you time. like those games. I know you like those games. Got them. But yeah, like you know the the little kid that might be gay, like they're gonna seclude themselves because they don't know how to have these conversations, and they think that they're they're outcast. And guess what? The predator's gonna do. They're gonna find that isolated kid and prey on them. And that's why you got to have those conversations so that you can protect your kids. But guess what? A lot of conservatives don't want to have that because a lot of conservatives actually want to. It's we got to call a spade a spade. Like, <laughs> and yeah, like you saw that that marriage law in Tennessee, like oh. they basically made um, this thing called Commonwealth marriages because they wanted to get around the federal ban on not allowing gays to get married. And so they made a new form of marriage called a commonwealth marriage or yeah, something like that. Um, and that is decided person by person. So all the people that want to have like marriage level two, they can get that. But people who are, are gay or um, just have like non-traditional lifestyles, um, they can say no to those people. But the thing about it is, that Commonwealth marriage doesn't have an age requirement. So from like not an age limit or like a, you have to be this old from zero to whatever age. And it's like, well, like you can, so an, a grown ass adult can marry a little kid. If oh, they really wanted to underneath the, the Commonwealth Commonwealth marriage. And it's, they get all the same tax benefits as like a regular marriage and all that. shit. That is like still legally married. But what wow. what does a tax benefit look like when you're marrying a a, a dependent? Like what? What? Who knows? Man. Oh no, that's not but, good. But that's what I'm saying. Like I feel like it's very important to have these conversations. That's my plot. That's that's a Rennie platform. Make sure you make sure you keep it a hundred with everything. So niggas can't take advantage of other niggas. Like this fucked up. 
Yeah. Uh, all of it is just pretty wild. Just education for kids um, on every topic and the lack of being able to um, give that education even now in, in America is kind of sucks. Like the curriculum is honestly so fucked up. I'm, I would, I think like I'm even more scared for what this generation is going to be coming out and being able to like learn about the world because everything's gotten so much more political since I was in school, like in elementary school, like there was no social media, like a strong basis of social media. So there wasn't like tweets and stuff from the president. There mm-hmm. wasn't like, um, like a lot of controversial stuff. I mean, besides Bill Clinton sleeping with Monica Lewinsky, like that was crazy. Like, that but was the craziest shit. That, that was, was in our textbooks. Right. Like, you know, but like now it feels like there's a lot of noise coming from different places and people can rewrite history now or like people can decide what they believe to be true. And it's it's hard to break through that and educate someone the right way. Yeah. Um, it, it's 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 a lot. Oh, it, did you have you guys seen those random laws like those like top 50 weirdest laws? Oh, I've seen like like, like you're not allowed to bathe your donkey on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. What? You know what those are called? What? Those are black codes. Black oh. codes. Shortly after the Civil War, this is a gem for you guys. Shortly after the Civil War, during Reconstruction, um, one of the presidents, it was the nigga after um, after uh, Abraham Lincoln. He was a Southern Democrat. Oh. Um, and he was like, you know what? Uh. The, the union the union boot is too hard on the southerners after the civil war we've had enough we're taking all the federal troops out of out of the south and when they did that um they were like okay bet we can't have our slaves but if we imprison as many black people as possible we can have them working for the state and be um state run indentured servants and the state will take the the people in the prison their indentured servants and lease them out to different corporations like the steel companies, um, the wood milling companies, the fucking um, uh, the railroads, like they would lease them out to different industries. And yeah, the 13th Amendment. Mm-hmm. And so um, the southern states, in order to um, increase their workforce, their indentured servitude workforce, um, they would create these random laws and most of them nonviolent, like literally like public indecency, fucking um, being too loud. Um, some There was a study where someone, they like surveyed everyone and one person was arrested for selling cotton after dark. And that's why we have like sundown towns and shit like that, because there are laws that are specific for black people after sundown. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where like, that's where these black, that's what these black codes are. <sighs> and so they would... They would round up as many black people as they want and then um and then you know basically re-enslave them and and then it would just be so fucked up because um if you're in debt you'd go to debtor's jail and so when they when they arrest you you have to pay for all of the shit that the deputy and the sheriff did if you go to court and you fight the case you have to pay for all that shit and that's more debt that you owe to the state and that's where we get like um niggas taking a plea bargain Mm -hmm. Because if you fought the trial and you lost, which you will lose because it's a random nigga um, who is racist in the South, 
um, you will lose and you have to owe the state more money. And that means that you're extending your indentured servitude contract while in jail. And so you have to work all that shit off. And it was shortly after World War II or before World War II um, where FDR basically said, like, um, we can't we can't do this anymore. This shit is blatantly racist. We can't call them indentured servants. We have to call them slaves. Um, and so the FBI went through all the documents, all the all the federal cases, well, all the state cases where people were getting um, their services contracted off by the state and re, re, renamed it from indentured servants to slaves. And the very last person to serve their um, to serve their contract and had their contract null and voided by the FBI was two months before Joe Biden was uh, was born. Wow. That was like in the 30s or something. Somebody look up when Joe Biden was born. <laughs> Joe Biden. Joe uh, Byron. But no, Joe Byron. So the, the, the main question was like, you know, when was the last slave like freed in the United States? And a lot of people say like Juneteenth. Um, but it's from a, from a, you know, technical standpoint and also like a legal standpoint, once that indentured servitude title was changed to slave because that's what they were we we learned that the last slave was freed in like the 30s so speaking of slaves um i wanted to bring up uh something that i had seen on atlanta so i don't know if y'all knew it i'm like i don't know if y'all i don't know if y'all are watching atlanta right now season three you know uh, my boy childish gambino aka donald glover he he's uh speaking some real shit i'm not gonna spoil the full episode but um the premise is uh oh okay okay i'm gonna just say that i'm gonna i'm gonna just say what i wrote down um got it no 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 i'm just i'm just gonna say what i wrote down um is it like is it wrong for white people to kind of um not claim to be racist um even though historically they are connected to um family members who did own or are um directly connected to someone else's lineage of those slaves um and that how that affected them like it didn't like they didn't really do anything but does does that kind of roll down your generation like what you did in the past does that fall upon you um or what happened in the past in your lineage does that fall upon you and how do you even um sort of approach that um in this current day uh, especially with um you know being able to track your lineage and all of that so what i would say is um obviously like the with the phrase is like um don't judge my son by the, the sins of their father or something like that mm -hmm. or like don't judge me based off what my ancestors did i get it i mean like yeah obviously it wasn't you you may not be racist right now but the i would say that you do need to acknowledge the fact that your ancestors have built a system that benefits you and only you and has put my ancestors 
at a very big disadvantage. So you may not be racist, you may not have any dirty hands, but right now we're living in a system where you know, white people do pretty well and not only black people, but people of color just across the board are consistently lower socially than white people in the US. Mm -hmm. So I think there needs to be some type of acknowledgement. And I would say like, and then that's when it gets into like activism. I mean, and just like little shit where like you see something, say something, do you, there's injustice every day. But if you kind of sit back and sloth and just say, well, not my problem, not my issue, then I think not being a part of the solution makes you a part of the problem. So I think like there just needs to be, I would say some type of active effort as far as making things better. And what that looks like for people is going to be completely different. Some people participate in like large scale um, community efforts and protest and policy changes. Some people would rather make their efforts in just like day to day work when they see something with like coworkers or with upper management, they would say something and just speak for people and do that on their level and using their privilege in order to put the people who aren't privileged in a better place, I would say. But if you just sit there and be like, that wasn't my fault, like that's and that was my great great grandfather go fuck with him like then that's a really bad attitude that yeah yeah i i think having that attitude is influenced by that's that's where the main cognitive dissonance is really like where certain white people like you tell them hey white people have historically made black people second class citizens and you guys are benefiting from a system that doesn't favor us that's just light they'll be like what does that have to do with me you are so like, receiving. You're yeah. benefiting from this system. <laughs> I'm not saying you get less, but I'm also saying like you have to acknowledge I didn't get enough. Yeah. You no, know, like we're literally just fighting to be treated as people and you can't acknowledge that maybe you had a head start and and then, you know, niggas will be like, Bro, what are you talking about? I was born poor, like I'm white and I'm poor and I don't get any social benefits. And it's like, okay, but let's look at the statistics. Let's stop playing dumb. You don't have to play ignorant. You know, if a if a black man has his hands up, a white man has his hands up, who's getting put in the chokehold, nigga? Like, we're, mm -hmm. <laughs> let's be real about this shit. And that's what makes you racist. And that's where you can, like, I'm not going to say you're racist because sometimes calling, at this point, calling niggas racist is worse than being racist for some reason. But that is a racist way of thinking. Mm -hmm. And... Vision said, socially, most cultures, it's more acceptable for certain races and nationalities to date outside their race if it's white. Um, the Western uh, ideology is bigger than the average white mindset. Um, yeah, I mean, like, there's definitely been, I've had experiences where people have said, like, um, there would be people of color. Um, a lot of them, a lot of times, it would be, like, families whose parents were, um, were like, who immigrated um, mm -hmm. to the U.S. And pretty much, like, their first um, ideas, okay, we got established, you made it here. We need a better um life for our kids and in america especially and this kind of goes into like um like gender norms mm -hmm. and whereas like if you are like a woman of color whose parents might have um immigrated here then they may um encourage you to marry a white man because the white men are going to be the most successful um in the u.s and they can take care of you so like you marrying someone who is white will pretty much add like plus six to your social status so it's just like the easier way to kind of climb the ladder rather than having to do it with someone who's black, who's at the bottom of the barrel because of the system created. Yellow fever. <laughs> Yellow fever, AJ. Yeah, I, I agree. I think like going based off of that, like, uh, and 
pretty much black people or people who are like of darker skin tones are always seen as um like lower possibilities and opportunities for you to grow socially especially economically it's just like assume that it once you uh uh are with that person it's just like kind of like ah like parents be like parents be like, bring home a nigga, like yeah they'll be like nope like, like what damn they, it what they go do for you like, what are like, they gonna do for you like i'm worried about your future yeah that's yeah. Shit, like what kind of influence does this person have on you and you could you could be a goddamn doctor if you yeah if you're too dark skinned they'll be like they'll be like hold on hold on a black doctor like <laughs> what you do and down the street is a mechanic like <laughs> he'll treat you better than this nigga right yeah here. um yeah that that this has been rattling me for a while because i think some people have like overly like they're on a spectrum i think white people are on a spectrum of how they handle um minorities. race and minorities like they're either too inconsiderate and they're like not my problem like that's some shit that happened in the past which is not that far into the past really that's very recent stuff and it's still like the waves that still happen because of this it's still very apparent today and there are people who are just overly like trying to prove themselves like i'm woke or bro did you see that that microaggression towards you bro that shit wasn't cool like we gotta say something and it's like sometimes it's like it's like like it's like bro like i i get where you're coming from and i get you're trying to be like you know considerate of my feelings and stuff but like you don't have to stand up for me that's not exactly what i'm wanting from white people yeah i don't need you to stand up for me or stand up for like black people across america because that's not what we're asking and that proves that you're not listening to what we are saying we we want to be um seen and heard but not um you know i guess uncle tom you know like we don't want you guys to to do anything but uh see us as equal yeah i i would say treat us equally yeah stand with us not for us yeah Yeah. you know like don't don't speak for me but you can speak with me like when we have like these key issues we talked about this last time with like feminism and everything like if you want to be an ally first you got to do is shut up and listen like if and again, like I would talk about like um, in my class as far as like project, um, like program planning, you have to go to the community before you do anything. You have to go to the community and talk to them and say, what do you guys need changed? You have to ask them, what do they need? You don't be like, mm, we've been looking at you guys from the outside and you guys don't have enough of this. So we're going to do this. If that's not what they want, then we were in the wrong. The first thing you have to do is go and ask questions and hear from the people that you're trying to help in order to figure out what you want to do next or what mm-hmm. needs to happen next. But again, like you'll be in line and then someone be like, yo, bro, that wasn't cool. And you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, uh, I'm fine. But again, like just, yeah. just be normal. Like just be regular. You can, it, it's when you kind of like, it's almost like, um, like you trying to be supportive out of guilt, you know? Yeah. And if you're doing it out of guilt, then it's like, just don't do it. You know, bro, white liberals really be getting, getting on my nerves Bruh. with that shit. I'm like, damn, because no, there's a certain level. Like, have you guys ever felt that where it's like you're advocating for me right now, but I still feel like you don't think I'm a person, you know, like I feel like some their their politics is influenced by their white guilt. Yeah, I I don't want you to feel guilty like you're not doing enough. I think 
you being a a supporter in in the ways of just like how you would support your friend and not look at me as a victim or something to help like yeah, I, I don't want your pity yeah, I it's not I, like a community service or something yeah like, like bruh that's you're, not the right way to go about it if you're advocating for equality to reverse all the things that your ancestors have done that's not the good that's not the way to go advocate for equality because you believe in equality and then that's yeah. it like let it come from from a better place because it then becomes circumstantial because if you're saying like i'm only going to advocate for equality to reverse whatever happens okay they got reversed you're just going to stop now like the reason that you were doing it is now fixed you were, there's no sustainability behind that like you need to like have a better understanding i would say of people and to advocate everyone equally you know and and just across the board because i don't i mean i i can't speak for everyone but i wouldn't want to um necessarily like bring down another group in order f to put us up because then that just that just moves yeah. the problem it doesn't solve it it just moves it somewhere else we just that's, need to eliminate the problem from that's the what root. happened with like uh the irish when they came to america like they were second class citizens too until they're like it's too hard to distinguish irish people from white people so they're white they're fine we got to focus on the niggas mm -hmm. like <laughs> oh hold on um where is it he said um vision Dominicans say they ain't black while being connected to Haiti. That's yeah. You know what? The, what, the dodging what gets me, of, yeah. One thing I really want to get into is the, um, or kind of do some more research, is like the Afro, um, Afro-Latino communities. Because I know there's like, there's like niggas who are living in like South America and Brazil, in a lot of like Latin Argentina. countries. And a lot of those places, a lot too. of people have like a lot of like darker complexions. But even like still, people will still find a way to be like, nah, y'all niggas. Like, yeah. You so, not us. Did you know um, when Haiti had the revolution against France and all the slaves revolted and kicked them out of uh, I don't know, Lafayette? Yeah, and kicked them out of Haiti. That's what caused um, uh, America to outlaw black people. Really? Because if they read what the, the Haitian slaves did, they would rise up to. Wow. Yeah, I was reading a lot of slave history at work. I just remember a joke where it was like um, a nigga like uh, like riding a horse and stuff at the sign. He's like, hey, why'd you stop? Nigga, who taught you? <laughs> Bro. Oh, oh man. Uh, freaking. Uh, what was I going to say? But nah, that's the reason why I think um, like the mis the miscommunication also comes from like the way uh, we have to like separate things now. Um, we're not separating it to make it um, like an issue. It's because like, like, for example, like the reason why we have a separate subject of african-american history is because the fact that regular history just didn't include that yeah. and it's not because like you know we were like we need to make our own thing because like we want to be different it's because of the reason that like people were like noticing why aren't why aren't we highlighted in these history books and niggas still do that like literally florida outlawed what the the teaching of like anything his, Martin Luther King, Martin Luther King that shit. Uh, like all of that is erased and that's that shit is so stupid to me because it's like 
you're 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 seemingly doing the same shit and then now people are going to be asking you know why is it why do we why do we have to take like separate classes to learn about different ethnicities and stuff and it's because of this very reason the curriculum is always always erasing that stuff realistically we should just have history right that that should be history of america like all ethnicities you know i remember learning about the trail of tears and stuff and i was like damn this is this is some real fucked up shit like that america that did in a college course and you're like and there's 10 times more nuance. wow like the amount of like hurt that shit caused in like the u.s and people are still affected by that it's not like ah, oh, it was one and done and then america made sure it was right we know gave them back their line no no <laughs> we, they're, nah, they're not even yeah. compared to what they they are no, owed. america will take like everything put it underneath the carpet and be like freedom <laughs> <laughs> and bro, that's it the, these like fragile ass white people they be like nah bro you're trying to teach our kids to hate america nah, and it's like like no i want to know so we don't repeat that shit if yeah. like that's it, it's more empowering than it is to like to be blindly supportive of. A, I want to love America. That's the thing. <laughs> I'm a I'm a black American. I don't know nothing else but America. Yeah. But y'all niggas really just piss on us hard. and tell us it's raining. Like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> like keep it a buck because now when whenever whenever there's there's new legislation or there's new changes to like our curriculum we we know it's because you're trying to hide what happened in the past and erase that shit so that like niggas aren't giving aren't given their just dessert or just dues you know what i mean like there needs to be some equity and equality and by them erasing it they're taking away our chance of even figuring that shit out you know like god i don't i forgot what it was it was like it reminds me of like in fucking one piece where they like they erased 800 years of their history ah yeah anyone that found out the missing 800 years they would destroy anyone and anyone that knew them whole village the like one person wouldn't even know about it but if if one person in the village knew whole village was dying yeah bro like what it was like um i heard a quote and it was like if 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 we truly knew like just about everything that like all the injustices that were enacted upon people of color in general the only solution is war but that's crazy shit to say no the the thing is though like the things that we know about like racism and slavery is watered down we really the the shit that was really going on during that time it it can't go into books because um uh actually in the in the episode um vision I need to one of the one of the characters asked uh their father, Daddy, am I racist? It was a white kid, you know. And it was because a lot of things were going on and uh that girl was confused. And at that moment, I think for a white adult to try to explain to their kid if they're racist or not and telling them no or yes, that's such a delicate topic that Schools should really be handling and an expert on history and ethics should should really be explaining to that kid because parents don't want to hurt their kids feelings. I would I would be devastated trying to explain to my kid as a white person. I'm not white, but like I do it. I do it to my kid and keep it a buck with them. But as a white person trying to tell your kid that they are racist or not racist, that's that's such a hard thing. 
I would not put that on the parent. Like if they're not if they're not educated enough to like even go through that and they themselves don't know how to like sort themselves out from being racist or not, like that I would defer. I would be like, you know what? Like let's go have a talk with your um I feel like that's a that's an interesting conversation. It feels like it's like almost the exact opposite of the talk that every black kid has with their parents. Right. But yeah. do but you we ever the, hear about that? They're on the opposite end of the story though. Yeah. Like, <laughs> imagine being like um like imagine being a little black kid and being like um like like oh mom, dad or whoever, like why do white people look at me? Oh, because this is what happened. And then just lay it on the line like this hundred years of, you know, us getting completely fucked and then nothing really happening after mm-hmm. that. And then a white kid being like, mom, dad, like, why do black people look at us like this? And they're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> they treat it like the puberty talk, like niggas don't want to talk yeah. about it. Like, listen, Jacob, we up. That's all you got to say. It's like, we don't nigga. talk about what, what, what happened. What, what happens now is that we're here and they're there. And then that's just how life is. Like, it mean, like, I don't think that they are, um, I don't think that they're, no, I don't want to make a general statement, but depending on where you are, especially like different demographics in the U.S., they have yeah. different, <laughs> different viewpoints on what people yeah. deserve and what they don't. But it, it starts off with it. I, I think with all kids, it starts off with the parent. Yeah. Just off rip. If you like racism isn't or isn't natural, it is learned. Racist kids are born from racist parents. Yep. And there's a lot of people who have racist parents or parents who have a lot of prejudices and have a lot of bad habits and ideas and that they break away from because they got to learn on their own in an outside setting. And they, they took it upon themselves to learn and understand for themselves. If you guys, if my parents talking about, oh, yeah, like, fuck black people, this, this, and that, and I go to school and have a bunch of black friends, and I'm hearing about their black families and their stories, then it's up to me. I'm kind of stuck in the middle of, like, between, like, hearing about, like, um, nature versus nurture. Mm-hmm. Like, what I'm hearing from the outside world and what I'm getting at home. And then that is when it take you have to take it upon yourself to make that decision as far as, like, what do you want to advocate for? Whatever tradition that your family is is building and putting into your head here or the world outside of you that, that's when it comes to your to your own kind of decision but it's up to you to have to go and find the knowledge and find the resources. like how many white people know like the real stats about slavery and the history or like like black history probably not that many also probably not a lot of black people that know the actual statistics about slavery and just kind of know about what they have about conversations with other black people. Mm-hmm. So everybody has to do their part as far as like um, using their resources because you can find you can find this shit out. It's, it's not hidden. It's not underneath a temple in like fucking like Latin scripts. Like you can go and figure out this shit 100 percent. You can go yeah. and find out about the 13th Amendment. So it's up to you to use your resources. Really random, but I just had the most ass burrito ever. Who do I blame? We're over here trying wow. to have like a We're talking serious about conversation. Talking about some whack ass burrito. Somebody ban Veach. <laughs> Give her a six on it. Um, yeah, this this topic really rattled me for a while. Um, and I think, uh, really, we really covered like all the all the spots. Like it's. I wouldn't say <laughs> I wouldn't say it's difficult to be a white person trying to uh live in 
this world that sounds weird i think it's difficult to navigate racism in the right way yeah um race and ethnicity um as a white person and i partly do blame them because it's really easy like you were saying they have resources they have everything at their disposal they they are actively choosing not to and then pick up on stereotypes assumptions from conversations things that they see in pop culture like movies just like how we were talking about tyler perry the other day bruh if a white person sees tyler perry and then like says oh is that how all black grandmas act we're fucked (laughs) we're fucked oh my god bruh or like they're like is that really how like family reunions go or like that's that is that what the black barbecues are like bruh oh man god damn you said I realized I was listening to I was listening, but I was trying to enjoy eating and listening, and then I realized how fucking ass this country is and how ass the burrito. Um, <laughs> You're like, damn, this country sucks. Like, you know what else sucks? <laughs> this burrito. This burrito is ass. Nah, but that should be making me mad as hell. Bro. I feel like it's easy, like, but people just don't like uncomfortable situations, especially yeah. white people. Bro, yeah, white yeah. people are so uncomfortable in like awkward situations. Like, bro, like, bro why are you why are you mad at me for being white? This is bullshit. Why are you guys blaming me? And it's like, nigga, I'm a nigga and every they'll, day. They'll, pull up, <laughs> they'll, they'll pull up like all lives matter shit, and I, it, like that, that's the same shit that like like theoretically that it like. The concept makes sense. Same thing with history. History should include everything, right? The reason why it doesn't, like, we had to separate it is because the very reason that it didn't have it in the first place. If all lives mattered, then we wouldn't be having the conversations of black lives matter or, like, brown lives matter. The issue of an all lives matter, all lives matter is true. It is a true statement. When you pull up that banner at at a BLM, like, protest, you're not lying. You're telling the truth. But you saying all lives matter is taking away. It's taking away from the message that needs to be focused on. No one's no one's holding up white lives matter. You know why? Because niggas already know that. Already Police know. already know white lives matter. That's why white niggas aren't dying. Like, they already uh, know that. Nah, that shit. That shit. You remember the school like, shooter phase where, like, it would be a bunch of, like, white people dead and they would only show the white people who died or they'd take like lesser charges on the white shooters and stuff. yeah no bro there was a shooting in um in dc near my my sister's school uh-huh and i called and i was like are you okay and she was like yeah i think like there was one person injured and i was like oh he's black okay but like you can tell the difference between a black shooting and a white shooting because Niggas, if, if there's a shooting in a public place and only one person got hit, you know it's a nigga. And they're looking for someone. Yeah. But white people will go and try to cause the most destruction the most possible. Destruction, bruh. Like the most you'll get is like a stray. And I'm like, damn, someone got damn. But n- white niggas will come in and shoot and air that whole bitch out and shoot up everybody. They will walk in like AR and then like two handguns, everything fully that, loaded. Just that like nigga, crazy. Up. That nigga crossed the border with an AR and his, like even his mom was like, yeah, that was fine. Like, what? Like, nigga cross into a different state as a minor with an AR when he like, if you're in a different state, different laws. Like, nigga, you're supposed to be arrested with that. 
they find you with that, you are definitely getting arrested. Killed two people. Two people walked away clean. If it was a nigga, they would put this. They would have wouldn't make it to the jail, bro. They would have shot him so quickly. No, I remember like it was this 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 one dude who um it was this one white guy at a college campus and he got charged for like rape. And in the <laughs> it's not exactly funny, but it's about. in his in the story about what would happen, they included his swim record. Yeah. <laughs> they said, oh, he was a champion swimmer. Like, oh, what, the, what, what does what that have, have to, to do with him raping someone? That completely irrelevant. Who? Why the f- like? Wh- why is that? I'm about to get mad. I'm about to. Yeah. <laughs> this shit, this shit makes like, me mad, bro. Like, like that. That doesn't make any fucking sense. Like you're you, a swim record. Like and, you're and trying to judge. The judge making this nigga. First of all, this nigga got like 18 months or like half a year in prison or something. He got like nothing. That. He and literally then, got nothing for what he did. The judge said. I mean, he already lost his swim career. That's enough punishment. Wow. Like what? Say that to the girl, bro. Like what the fuck? How can you look uh, the victim in the eye and say, yeah, this guy got enough? Like, what the fuck? Niggas need to get their ass beat. That, that's white. why. I, yeah. White. White niggas that, need to get their and, ass beat. No, and that's what we're talking up, about. Like, when people tell, oh, that's just my ancestors. I didn't have nothing to do with that. Your ancestors set him up to get off scot-free. Yeah. Like, the shit that they did is letting this shit happen. And if we if we just walk with nothing, <laughs> we walk down the street with a hoodie in a, at night with some Skittles, guess what? You're getting shot. And guess shot. what? It All lives still matter. It, listen, guys, I, nothing, I'm a calm dude. I'm a collective dude. Like, <laughs> I feel like I, I diffuse more than not try to incite anything. But if I see a blue lives matter, if I see a all lives matter, I'm swinging. Fuck that shit. On, on everything I love, that's some bullshit. I'm a fight for that. Every single time I see that shit, you're a bozo bitch. I'm flicking you off in the car. You, you a hoe. I'm cutting you off. No blinker. Fuck that. <laughs> like, I'm no on blinker your ass. with a blicky. <laughs> I'm, I'm speeding up in front of you and I'm brake checking your shit. Oh Fuck my you. god. If you, if if that's if that's how you feel about my life, how do you think I'm gonna feel about you? <laughs> yeah, fuck crazy. That shit. Fuck that. Yeah, fucking. Um, I was gonna say yeah, and. Honestly, like black men getting into some shit in America is probably the most dangerous thing because you are definitely getting a sentence that is so wild out of your dreams for like something so small. You get three life sentences. Like, like <laughs> what do you mean three life? I'm one dude. Why would you even give me that? That's just crazy. And, and also like even even getting blamed for something, even false allegations like um, like those things go freaking far like for black men it's just too easy as a black man to go to prison for a long time like they will put you in there and they'll be like why would you do this blah 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 but if it was the same sentence for a white dude like they'll be like you know he had some mental issues like he um wasn't really in his right state of mind don't even get making excuses for how white women weaponize the police against black men white white women are complete adversaries to black men like that shit's crazy as fuck they will, they'll be like, I'm gonna call the police on you. Keep talking to me like that. I cross the street when I see a white woman because I'm not trying to get anywhere near that. Avoid bitch. white women with like, oh my god, like the plague, bro. That shit is a death sentence. Don't get caught up. Not get caught. But even my last name's a strike. What's your last name, Vision? <laughs> don't, don't do that. <laughs>
black men will be sitting for 25 years on false charges then and then no money after they Ooh. get out Bruh, the fucking, yeah those um, four niggas that got arrested in central oh, park that shit they oh. and they just they got out like what 30 years later and off of something that they didn't even they do. They gave them the plea deal. They were kids, and they uh. were like, look, I'm going to just be real with you. I want to help you out. Just say you're guilty. Because if wow. you try to fight this, we just will keep adding time. And you, you a little black kid, um, you don't know about the law like that. All mm-hmm. you know is you are going to jail 100%. So either take the shorter amount of time or take the longer time. Those were the, the only two options that were presented to them. No one said, hey, maybe you're innocent. Like, no one said that. That wasn't even an option for them to pursue. Like you said, it was the whole, like, based off how things were happening in the past, mm-hmm. just take the plea deal because they go fuck you over. Bruh. Shout out T Grizzly. FML using their our, our, our platform every day um, to tell y'all, fight the case. Fuck that shit. Mm-hmm. Cra- they, mm-hmm. they said, they told me 30 years, not a day lower. Tell them crackers holla at me when they sober. Fuck that shit. We, 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 fighting, the, <laughs> we fighting the case. <laughs> Like, did you, I, I remember I was watching a video about um, T Grizzly getting arrested where he, he tried to do a smash and grab in a jewelry store and um, they were, they were threatening like a number of years in prison. He was already like two years in, I think. And he said that they, the, our court appointed didn't do shit for us. He told us to take the plea deal. But me and all my co-defendants, we were in the library at the jail reading through all the cases. We found out that um, if you don't walk out of the jewelry store with any jewelry, it's technically just like what? Breaking it. Breaking the entering. Yeah. Which is a lot lower than that. And not grand theft or anything like that. So the most they can do realistically, even if they lost, is five years. Destruction of property or something? Destruction of property. That's 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 the only thing they can do because they smashed the shit, but they never got out. And so it's like, so then they were like, all right, well, fuck it. It's destruction of property. That's like a couple months in jail. That's not even like a whole year. If anything, we should be getting out right now. Took that shit to the prosecutor and, and, and the judge, and they were like, so niggas are right like you gotta let y'all out but guess what they did they used the resources and mm-hmm. you said they were in jail yeah they were yeah, in you jail can, you can um while oh, you're in yeah. jail you can build up or uh challenge your case right you have opportunities to do that these yeah. niggas were reading in jail what you doing like you come on like you have the resources they went in but the thing is they wanted to do it for themselves they could have easily been like yeah nah fuck it bro we'll take these years 10 years whatever but nah they, they weren't having it, so they did what they had to do. Yeah, so the, the, case, the work bro. goes uh, in. Honestly, they, the court system is really fucked, too, because oh. I've heard people be like, oh, yeah, my case got pushed back or delayed again, like the review and all of that, and it kept getting pushed back, pushed back, and it feels like forever before they can actually like go in, tell them, like, hey, I found this and this and this. Like, I should actually get shorter time. I should be out, like, in this time. But... Honestly, I don't know exactly why the justice system is so fucked up. Um, we know why. And, <laughs> I mean, like, I'm, I, yeah, we know why, but, like, it just feels like, it, it feels really weird. Like, I I don't know how exactly, um, like, there, there is a lot of niggas in law uh, right now, and congratulations to the new uh, super justice. Uh, Someone um, put their name uh, in the chat. I yeah, I forgot, I forgot her name, but. First black woman as a Supreme, uh, Court, as a Supreme Court justice. 
That's um, huge, yeah. And I, it just feels it, it feels weird for like I know so many niggas who are lawyers, but it, it feels like like that's great that we have niggas who are lawyers, but it also feels like damn, like there must be some like astronomical hill like to be able to really make real deep changes into the system. Like uh, the shit is systemic. It, like it, it's it's realistically uh, like it's right right down to its core. Like yeah. you like it's like abolish the police. Like it's a hyperbolic statement, but you you have to get down to what it's really about. Like the the modern day police is coming from old slave catchers, bro. Like that's all it is. The 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 police were made to imprison niggas and mm-hmm. make them slaves again. And so if that's the system that you're founded on, how can I in good faith assume that you guys haven't like taken shit that is explicitly racist and just haven't watered it down over the last hundred years or something? Is the lady's name uh Kintanji yeah. Brown Jackson? That's the one? Got it. Kintanji Brown Jackson. Where is she from? I'm not sure. I mean I get the I get the details. It could definitely be um, so we can like get a real good sense of like yeah, not like some Kamala Harris shit. That's why Southern Police ride horses. Hell yeah, man! I remember at Athens Park, um, or you still yet? Yeah. I don't know if they still do. Yeah, some some niggas still do. Athens Park, Cardi know what I'm talking about. At Athens Stop Park, doing that. These niggas, uh, <laughs> these niggas pulled up um, with horses, just niggas, bro. <laughs> and 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 he was like, "You trying to ride my horse?" And I was like, yeah, I'm trying to ride your horse. And then we walked the horses down to the baseball field. Me and a bunch of kids lined up. I couldn't get on the horse because, like, it was too big. And I, I was little. Like, uh, that horse was looking at Ren like. <laughs> and and he was like, hey, little nigga, if you can't get on a horse, you can't ride this shit. And I'm like, I'm going to get on. And I tried, but I couldn't get on. I was too small. I didn't have the ups to do it. My sister got on, though. But the nigga, like, picked her up and put her on the horse. And I'm like, why can't you pick me up, bro? Like. A little bit, only a little bit bigger than her. So Kintanji's from uh, Washington D.C. Oh, and word! And she went to school yeah. at Howard. Howard. Oh, let's and wow. went to Howard Law. So, wow. Okay, 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 bro. I saw the. I think like I'm gonna get a timeshare out in Washington D.C. I'm gonna find my black wife women over there. are beautiful. Black, black women are beautiful. I've Let seen. Me refocus. First, I've seen more black people in Washington D.C. Chocolate City, by the way, than I've <laughs> ever seen in my entire life. I'm gonna find my wife in D.C., bro. I'm gonna move out there, make it my mission. I'm gonna find love out there because I saw this one girl, dark skin, big, perfect afro, like huge, tall as fuck, and she she looked like um like. She was like crazy dark skin, like almost unreal dark. I can't. The melanin was popping. The melanin was popping. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, you don't even look real right now. It's almost like. um look like an angel, bro. <laughs> it's like iridescent. It was like yeah. black, but she's still like shining underneath Blowing. the sun. It wasn't no Venta black. No, it wasn't, like, <laughs> it wasn't nothing like that. It was oh. like. Like the her skin was flawless. She was tall. She had the hair, bro. And I I I saw her and I froze. I was like <gasps> Like I I was a gap, bro. 
I think about that shit all the time, <laughs> bro. Like uh, that should be happening too, nah. Like it's it's fucked up. I'm gonna I'm gonna find my wife one day. I'm gonna tell her like I met the girl of my dreams. Like she was perfect. She was beautiful, bro. And I didn't say anything to her. And then I met you. You cool too. Wedding vows will be fucking crazy. But if I see her again, just know you can't let your wife get in the way of your true love. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. I mean, I, it's a true statement. It, you fucked up if you did marry your true love. So then you got to pay the repercussions. It's like, babe. Yeah. About that promise I made. <laughs> the lifelong companionship. Hey, hey, Vish, I got a question for you. Um, since you're in the chat. You doing conditioning or what? Because you know summer, summer's coming up. FML dodgeball coming up too. Yeah, y'all been telling me about practice and stuff. And for for those who are in the chat and um, on the audio version, I'm originally from Dallas. Uh, and I'm only out here on vacation. But this FML dodgeball thing is probably going to cut considerably into my schedule. So I've been asking Ren, when are we going to do this? So I can like make some time so I can like either practice on my own or like come out over so I can practice. Over FaceTime. Like, over FaceTime. Just be like at <laughs> the computer. I'm gonna I'm gonna get all the details. I'm gonna I'm gonna look something up this week and really solidify it because I want this dodgeball league to happen so bad. But, I know Brooke wants it to happen. We already got the roster. It's gonna be me, Fabe, Miles, Vish, regardless of if you want to or not, Vish. Brooke and my brother Marlonzo, and maybe even Vershad. If we nah, Vershad can be an alternate, but we need somebody with a cannon. And I I know for a fact this nigga with his six foot wingspan has definitely got a cannon on him. Yeah, Vershad definitely got a cannon. I'm thinking like y'all would be in the back because y'all are the tallest. You don't want the taller niggas in the front because it's too easy of a target. Yeah, I you mean want... I'm agile. Uh, um, so like, yeah. I be doing my plyometrics at the gym and shit. Uh huh. Okay. Um. But, but yeah, yeah, you got to have, like, you know, the average people in the front or, like, smaller targets in the front. So it'll be me, Vish, and Brooke in the front um, just handling, like, all of that. But I'm trying to think because I, I do not have an arm. I, I can't throw fast, but I can definitely throw accurate. Okay. If you can, if you can get the accuracy down and you can throw up like a follow-up ball, the first ball would just be full power, make them move, and in that transition, you can get them with that that perfect shot. And I'm willing, if not most times, to uh play for catches like that. That's something that I think I'd be good at too. Like we're talking about the well, I'm thinking about the small red balls. Those ones are too hard to catch. Like the sky zone balls, bro. Them, them balls were really small. Yeah, like too small they're, for me. They're to too small for you to like chest grab. Yeah, you it. cannot like, do that. If it's like a standard like red ball, ball like yeah. The bang, wah, 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 so like those, those balls, the small balls are like very much like deathmatch. It's just yeah. like <laughs> it's just going for the kills, and that's it. There's no revives or anything. Can can my excuse be up? Nah, no, Vish, you're no. no excuses. We're inclusive. Inclusive doesn't matter what you are. You, you, you on the team automatically. You're on the team whether you like you it or not. You were drafted, okay? But uh so here's my biggest thing. Like who's going to be the team captain on the dodgeball team? Oh, that's easy. It'll probably be Brooke. Miles. 
not gonna be you. Yeah, it's that, definitely not gonna for, be you. I'm gonna <laughs> just tell you that now. It's not gonna be you. I know you want it to be you, but it, you gotta the the team captain's gotta be the most neutral. I am the most neutral. Come on, like, <laughs> like, and when we do the callouts in Valorant, like, I be, I be giving good callouts and shit, you know. Vish, tell them. I I think you do well in like a in a in a perfect scenario, but when things start to get heated, then the exchange of words become very personal, and then it kind of breaks down the team. We need someone to be level headed in all environments. Nah, bro, Brook yeah. panics. Uh, yeah, Brooke, I mean, Brooke would be in shambles if there was only one person left and like, I could lead, bro. Like I, I got leader capabilities. I've, I, 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 I work in e-commerce management, leading a team. Team might just be me sometimes, but it's still a team, right? <laughs> team, still a right? Team. Um, no, um, I am team. I have, I have, uh, U-Haul experience, like navigating the, 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 the lot organization okay. skills, okay, right? Okay. I see your resume. See, 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 um, now. In, in high school. I was uh, the uh, captain of the drum line. Yeah. Captain of the drum line. So I, I made sure that everybody knew what they was doing. Like I was running drills and everything like that. Um, yeah. And, 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 um, uh-huh. What do you know about stocks? Huh? You know about the stock market or crypto NFTs? What do you know about that? I know a little bit about NFTs. Um, it stands for non-fungible tokens. Uh, See, Brooke can tell you that. Okay, okay, okay. I don't know. I mean, Burke's resume is not looking too good right now. I'm just saying, like, this this man's over here has got a stacked resume. What what can Brooke really bring to the table? That's what I'm saying. So it's like I feel like I'm the only one that's really qualified um, uh, to, to, uh, to be the team captain. What about Vish? Vish, what's your resume looking like? Come on. Like, why we got to add more people to the, to the runner? Send a voice memo. <laughs> Send a voice memo. Oh. Shut up, you're done. All right, let's listen to Visha's voice memo. I haven't heard this. Very confused. Um, first off, Fabian, you quickly saying Brooke instead of me. You know, that's I get it, but at the same time, that's that one hurted. Um, Rennie, you would be how about a co captain? How about that? What I can be captain because when I'm angry, I'll be angry, you know. And then you can be co-captain to be even more unhinged. Whatever, dude. Okay. Anyway, what's up, Zen? Thank you so much for popping in. Um, what's oh, Cryptic? What's up, Cryptic? Oh, this is Cryptic. You changed your name. Yeah, what up, Cryptic? Would you call him Zen? Because I saw Zen Famous Eight X. I just, I just you, read it like that. You read the X I N as Zen? Yeah, I was thinking Chinese. Nigga, aren't you American? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were from America. <laughs> I'm putting my okay, so I'm putting my hat in. Or I'm putting my name in the bucket for uh for team captain of the dodgeball team. Uh, Wait, so Ren, you said that you're the only one that's pretty much like capable of think, being. You uh, think you're capable of leading us? I feel like I'm qualified. Yes. You were, I mean, earlier you sound like you said I'm the only one that's qualified, <laughs> and like, and we, I mean, like you named like six other people earlier, and then out of the six people, you're the only one that you think is what qualified. Do you, what do you I feel like? What do you think that we lack that you have? Yeah, break Listen, it down. It's not, it's not a comparison to you guys. I'm just saying, like, I feel like I have the most qualifications for. Well, what do you? What makes a good um, team captain? Somebody who's um, level-headed, okay, uh -huh. good at making decisions under pressure, okay, yeah. um, good at bringing the team together, okay, 
Yeah. Um, like you remember when Travis Scott said who put the shit together on the glue? Like mm-hmm. a team captain gotta be like somebody that builds yeah. and bridges the gap in I, everybody's um skill set. Okay. And I feel like like in terms of dodgeball, everyone has their thing that they're good at. But I feel like I'm like Mario and Smash, like I'm just all around. So wherever we need like wherever I'm needed, I feel like I'll be able to to, to fill in that that space while also giving like the most objective like view of what the the current situation in the game okay do do you think as like a personal level that i'm also capable of like possessing those skills like compared to me no just in general no comparison, in general, bro. Yeah. Just in general. yeah you yeah. could be a team captain for sure and if you couldn't get the position who do you think should go it should go to next honestly i don't think we should do it if... <laughs> <laughs> oh my we get the whole league together we have a meeting, and we're like, all right, Fabe's the leader. And Renslay, honestly, guys, I'm having second thoughts about this. No, <laughs> you guys can do it. I mean, I might make my own team. It's cool. <laughs> we got enough players. Uh, uh, but, okay, oh okay, so, gosh. like, if if um, if um we needed a team captain, I think Miles would be a good good team captain. Miles would be a good team yeah, captain. Yeah, I think Miles would be a good team captain. Miles probably wouldn't want to be the team captain, but uh, I think you would be a good team captain. Why don't you think I would want to be team captain? You don't like being the main characters. The team captains are the niggas that kind of sit on the side and facilitate for everybody else. Like, I have no issue putting my niggas in the spotlight and kind yeah. of being on the back. He has a point. Yeah, and that's that's good qualities of a team captain. So why wouldn't Miles be the team captain? Who's not going to advocate for themselves? That's like asking who's the best rapper. Of course, I'm going to say me. Like, So you were saying you're the best rapper in FML? Why wouldn't I feel like that? I mean, I don't think I'm the best rapper in FML. I, I like to acknowledge, like, unbiasedly um, the, the positive attributes of the people around me. And I think you know, if Fave is a better rapper than me, I have no issue admitting to that. You know, and again, like, do, I mean, do you think you're the best arm on the, on the volleyball team or on the uh, dodgeball team? Well, no, I don't, I don't think. But I'm why not. wouldn't you say that, though? Why wouldn't well, you advocate for yourself, right? Well, I just know what I'm good at. I wouldn't so say So then I'm you're good. not good at captain. Why would I, why would you? Because you that? don't believe that you're filling, you know, every role. Like, why wouldn't you believe in yourself to be a, a good, a, good you, arm? I mean, I've, I feel like I put my teammates in the position to exceed or like excel. So like where I lack in my ability to throw, we got people who are on a team that can throw and I can spot that and be like, Hey, we need to put you right. What? So you're building a team around you is what you're saying? No, nah, I'm or around the talents of your teammates. I'm building the team around the mission. What's the what's mission? The, yeah. To win. So what's going to put us in the best scenario to win? So my question is, what happens when we don't win and your mission isn't completed? We go back to the drawing board. We got to work it out, you know? That's why we bring it to, we got to get together, all together, and, 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 and really reassess the goals because maybe, I, maybe after a certain point, there's like a difference in goals, you know? You know what I mean? Yeah, there's definitely a difference in goals. I think for me, um, if I were to go into the team captain position, my main goal would just creating a really good synergy between the team. Um, as, as far as us going in our first game, there's people who've been doing this for years. There's people with really good backgrounds on it. And I think their skills aren't strictly just raw talent. I think it's how well the team works together and putting people in the very best positions, but not only for themselves, but for the people around them. Right, right, right. So I think it's really important that we nice. acknowledge all of the strengths and weaknesses of all the players on the team rather than just my own. And even if that means I have to be on the backseat or be, even be on the bench and kind of give calls on the side, I'm willing to take that step back in order to put my people in a place to shine. You know, like 
I mean, a team captain is nothing without their team. So in reality, I'm the last person that I'm thinking of and making sure that everyone is good. And then I'll fill whatever role needs to be um, filled at the end, I would say. so. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I do that too. That's why I think I should be there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nigga, I would swing on you in a, in a group interview and <laughs> beat the fuck out of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh that pissed God. me off. I'd be mad as fuck if, if I give that little speech and then niggas are like, man, he's pretty good. And then Ren was like, yeah, me too. They're like, oh. he's good too. <laughs> <laughs> the way he said that, the charisma, I like that. Talk some more. Grimmy and team players always thank you, Nate. You know what I mean? I just. Just in general, I'd be thinking about everybody else before I think about myself. So I'd be putting myself that's in really true. hard positions. That's true. Yeah, that's why I, I say like if if I'm not team captain, I, I wouldn't be mad if Miles was team captain. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be mad if anyone was team captain. I mean, maybe Fabe. Um, but that's because me and Fabe got interpersonal issues that we got. Yeah, that's why I wouldn't I wouldn't want you as team captain because if if I was going through a stressful moment, Ren does not know how to handle my stressful moments. Ren doesn't know how to communicate to me that he's having a stressful moment. I mean, like literally, this is this is me in every Apex match. I would be like in a gunfight, but then Ren would be like trying to communicate with me, but I can't communicate because I'm so caught up in the fight that I'm having, and it it would just be like garbage. Like I would be like Ren on me left right. Ren. And then I get down, and then he'd be like, "That's because your big fat ass, is, <laughs> your head is out. You keep picking the fucking shits." And then I'd be like, "Ren, that's not what happened. It ran upon me." Honestly, we we build our pyramids upside down. Like our foundation is just terrible. Like we'll be having a really good game, and all it takes is just one small hint of a possible attitude, and it's just like what. You get no bitches, nigga. Like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. It doesn't take much at all to break nah, us down. What What triggers me is when Fabe says, you shouldn't do this. I don't know why you did, or I don't know why you would think to, and, and just when you say, I don't know why you did such and such, <laughs> that makes me want to fight. I'll, and I'm fighting every, every time. I'm not letting that shit go. He'll be like, bro, I don't know why you want to do this. And I'm like, nigga, what the fuck are you talking about, nigga? <laughs> we just be fighting after that. No, on Monday... Before the stream started, fucking Valorant was glitching out, and I was like, Fabe, can you help me? He said, nah, bro, I ain't trying to troubleshoot with you, because you get mad at me when I'm troubleshooting, and I'm like, it's nigga, true, bro. just, I'm asking you for help right now, it's help me, true. nigga, and then Fabe was like, nah, bro, I'm not gonna do that, and then I was like, nigga, what, and I pushed him, I pushed him, I was like, what the fuck is, it? help me, nigga, and he was like, listen, man, I didn't eat today, now I'm tired. And I'm not trying to argue with you. And I was like, so why'd you, so why'd you make it about me, nigga, when you're the one who's cranky? And he's like, nah, bro, because I'm not trying to do this right now. <laughs> I'm going to say the part that I heard. Fabe, he was like, look, man, I know we have a lot of issues trying to troubleshoot midstream. So I think the best thing we should do right now is just end it. Let Miles host because we know it's going to get it done right now. And then we'll fix it off stream. When I heard, that's the only part that I heard. And I'm like, you know what? This is the nicest response I've heard from Fabe because if it's not this, it's going to be him getting mad. And honestly, I got to give it to him. He's Thank like, you. I'm hungry right now. If I try to walk you through this, it's not going to be good. So he just nipped it in the bud early. I don't defend Fabe much, but I'm going to defend him on this one. That one made me mad. Because <laughs> if he said that off rip, I would have been like, all right, I'll figure this out. It, but it was like, why did I have to push you 
to say, hey, I'm hungry and I'm irritable. Because if you just said, hey, I'm hungry and I'm irritable, I would have been like, all right, I'm not going to bother you with the troubleshooting because I know troubleshooting makes me irritable. And that wouldn't work. But this night, see, on. and then he was like, I don't know why you, and Fabe just like triggers me. And I, I'm a fight every time, but you know, we always get down to the solution. It's just, <laughs> it's just so stupid. It's, it's so dumb, bro. Every time we fight, it's always some other thing. You know what? I'm, I'm really impressed because I think we have gained a reputation about how, like, how much we argue. But we see like friend groups fall apart <laughs> from just fall like apart. What the smallest shit. They'd be like, "You did this and made me upset." We air our shit out live. Like, we will, <laughs> we will press you. We will come for your moms. We coming for everybody the lack in of that bitches. moment. <laughs> but I mean, we bring up some personal shit. But then at the end of the day, be like, "Man, what you trying to eat though?" Because I haven't eaten today. I'm yeah. hungry. <laughs> Brooke. I remember um, Brooke saw the three of us interact for the first time, and she was like, "How are y'all friends? Y'all be saying some foul shit when you're when you're fighting." And I'm like, "No, we don't. It's not foul. It's regular." Like, but that's why I tell my niggas that I love them because I, sometimes when we fight, like it, it's just, wouldn't an argument be crumbling friend groups faster than than a, a dry, dry cookie? cookie? Yeah, so. bro. So now, nor, normal niggas wouldn't be able to stand like stand normal arguments like that like regular disagreements like me and fable sit and debate on the couch until we're like until we get to a, a general understanding and then afterwards we're, we dap it up cool yeah, that's it big congrats on night vision for getting this motherfucking pc <laughs> made it made it you made it into the gang hey let us know when you're trying to play some little song song you know we we on welcome to the bourgeoisie oh. As far as us arguing, I think what really makes it like tolerable is we're consistent. So I know the argument you're gonna make. I know the argument you're gonna make. <laughs> like I know how Bruh, every it, argument pretty, goes the same, the same way, way. Every especially, single time. especially in Valorant. If you want to see us argue the most, it's always gonna be in Valorant. And so with the same Apex, it'll happen issues. sometimes. Like I think Apex happens only because we we would have bad games and yeah. like those bad games really get to but us when we'll have one good game and it'll instantly repair everything yeah <laughs> bro when sean be coming in and being like y'all are the most toxic streamer <laughs> like bro i don't know what to say we just air our shit out and then after the stream like gonna keep it a bean that's it i mean what would you guys rather see would you guys rather see us argue on stream and then make up at the end of it or watch people pretend to be happy just for them to click in streaming and then just yell at each other like Come on, we we don't we don't have too many uh like FML after dark scenarios. I asked Debbie, I'm Brooke. Wait, I'm in Brooke's stream. He never said none. What you ask me? What you ever ask me? I'm surprised. Never been genuinely mad and gone off and yell yell. Oh, yeah. no, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I'm surprised too. Visha, Visha, Visha's been close a couple of times. I feel like we'd be pushing. But Faye and Rennie almost, yeah. Um, honestly, Visha, I don't, I don't know what really pisses you off that much because me and Ren, do we not give Vish compliments at the beginning of our Facetime calls? Like we always be like Vish, you looking uh, good. Sometimes today. Yeah, y'all be starting <laughs> off kind of, kind of. That's cap. It'll, it'll be Ren. That's cap. Ren, Ren will start it. <laughs> Ren will start some shit with Vish, and then Vish would be like. 
why would you say that like that really and then here's the thing though like i feel like in terms of our social interactions i'm the most charitable to vish and vish will go off on me for no reason and be like fuck you rainy and i'm like what the fuck did i do and so sometimes when i come in a little hot i guess it catches vish off guard but it's like man man fuck it I'm trying to make Vish mad next time I talk to her. No reason. <laughs> yeah, no. Here's, a, here's the thing. Here's the thing, bro. Here's the thing. Vish was, me and Vish were arguing the other day. Faye posted it on Twitter because Vish was saying, like, oh, me and Brooke don't like the way you and Faye talk to us on on on, on Apex. And, and, like, how we steal uh, fucking loot and shit and how they're always, like, rotating off. And we, like, yell at them to come and play with us. Like, we wouldn't be in we have specific systems in place so that niggas aren't arguing over loot you you ping what you see and you hit the dibs and it, you respect the dibs if you don't respect the dibs then what is there we have but nothing i think the issue that they're experiencing is one that's very similar to mine with you guys, specifically with Faye when we played when it's not about the pinging and the dibs and the holding people accountable. It's when I open up freight and I look down and the shit disappears. I think that is, <laughs> I think that is, is the issue. And the fact that y'all laughing, y'all know not, that this is the argument. It's not about like, here's, oh, here's, I'm pinging this across the map. I'm on my way to come get it and you intercept it while I'm there. It's you grabbing the shit. The, the the crate will open and y'all niggas are just like in that shit. So don't even get a chance. Pro tip. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. No, don't that, even start with that. that. that don't is, even start with that. That's the problem. Don't Here's even what start you do. with that. That's Here's the problem. I'm gonna give y'all. I'm gonna no, no, give y'all no, no, some no, no. game. <laughs> don't don't even start game. with that shit, right? What What do you do when you're running? What do I when I'm running? Yeah, like what do you what do you tend to do? What, what do you mean? Like while you're running in Apex. Um. Like, what are some things that you do, like, on the way to another POI or something? Like, what are you doing? I'm sliding. I'm also checking my inventory. Yeah. Like, at the same time. Like, I I always be checking my inventory at the same time. You check your map, and while you're running, you check your inventory, and you see exactly what you need. And the moment that thing opens, and you see it, grab that shit. Even if I open it, you're just going to grab it? No, no, no. Because when, in those instances... You guys are standing in front of that shit, window shopping, and like, I don't know if I need this. And you're cross cross referencing your inventory while you're while you're staring at it. Am I wrong? Okay. Okay. So let's see. So so me and Fabe, Fabe more so because he's on PC, he can pick shit up faster. Yeah. And so I just scroll wheel. Like, <laughs> if if you if you're looking for something specific and that shit opens up, scroll wheel through it, and then you sort through your inventory, and then you go. That's what I do. I pick up everything, sort the inventory, and then I leave. That way, nothing's getting taken. But you guys will not take anything. Sit there and stare at it. And I'm, I'm walking That's up behind you. That's how niggas die, too. Like, and I'm like, I see something right there. So I didn't take it fast enough. No, you guys are standing in front of it. Well, I didn't take it fast enough. You guys are just sitting there. And I'm like, okay, whatever you got, you must have, whatever you need, you must have already got it. Okay, look, I'm going to say this right now before we, we say anything. Look. I've been I've been actively trying to communicate. Like the last game me and Miles played, would you not say that it was in a lot better than what we used to do? My mic is being used right now. Oh, 
Well, anyway, I think that our last Apex game was really good. I was communicating with Miles. Like, I picked something up one time, and I was you like, did, oh, did you want did. that? It was the shield side. Like, my yeah, bad. Like, and then I was like, I don't really need it. I, feel I like just Ren, wanted Ren, it. Ren, before, before you but, go. But I've been trying to improve on it, like, communicating-wise. But I would say my criticism is Vish and Brooke be playing like some bots. They would be sitting in front of a bin for too long, and... Like, bruh, if you're not, if you keep doing that in Apex, people are going to clap you so quick before you can even close your inventory. Like, you will be already on the ground. All right, Vish with the rebuttal. Let me, let me, let me just start off by saying, big fuck you to Debbie and Renny for trying to, like, every fucking time Brooke and I open up that bin. They're running right behind us and getting all that shit that they see in our bed. So, you, 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 <laughs> you expect me to ping every single thing I see in the in the bin just so that like you won't touch it? No, that's not what I said, Beach. You literally just said ping what you want. Yeah, what do you we're want? We're too busy shopping. But but you're you're going through your inventory. You're going through your inventory. You don't even know what you want. Looking at what I opened in the bid, you like we gotta process what's in fucking front of us. Like, so pick everything up and then process it in your inventory. Why why are you gonna run up behind me knowing that you can loot anywhere else around the area that we're at? But you specifically want to come up running. because because okay, I'm so, looting the so, area. Yeah, so I'm looting the area, and and you're standing there, and I already assume we, you picked up what you needed. Some, sometimes, okay, so like sometimes what I do is like if I see Vish already on a bin, I open the other three. Usually it's three bins, right? I'll go to the left one, open that one. If I don't see what I want, I go to the next one, open that one, and, and I go to the third in front one. Of the bin by the time we open, and by the time bin. I go to the third one, and I see something that I would need. I already pick it up because I'm like, I've already seen everything in the other bins. Now I see this. I'm going to take this. I think, but, you know, I would say let's let's communicate, right? Like, so one thing I would want from Vish and Brooke going forward is that I would want you guys to check your inventory more often. Like, just, just, that's something, that's something that, that, that could be easily negotiated, right? And in exchange, in exchange, we will communicate more about, hey, what do you need? Vish, what are you looking for? Um, are you done with this bin? Like, is this something that you needed or wanted? And then, you know, we can go from there. But yeah, nah, nah, no, 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 mamas, no, mamas. What is that, that not? Is that not? That's a, exactly what that, we is do. Is that not what? Listen, 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 listen. You think by now you know how Brooke and I play, right? And you know, oh, they take their time doing this and this and that. You then don't fucking loot. Like you know so where they get at, at what point? At what point are at what point are we just in, encouraging bad gaming habits? Because you guys sitting and standing in front of the loot crate is a bad habit. And we literally look at it for like two to three seconds. Then why did we loot around the entire area and then make our way back to the to you guys standing in front of the loot bin? Because that's what's the problem. You can pick everything up inventory like run your inventory while you're running to the next bin but you guys are sitting there standing analyzing what you have instead of picking all that shit up and getting the fuck out the way and getting the cover but all of a sudden i'm the bad guy because i know what i need beach can i ask you a question before we have to end this segment would you say that these are qualities of a good team captain fuck no thank you I'll be referencing you in my <laughs> Can I use you as a reference oh, in Oh, <laughs> man. 
Full circle. Because it's on the... You know what? I'm going to beat the shit out of you the next time I see you, bro. Yeah, Honestly, go ahead and do on... it. God, it's on fucking site, both of you. Goodbye. I wish you would, wow. nigga. Wow. I think she meant it, guys. Like, oh, <laughs> wow. I think right there is good. FML train is off course now. Uh, nah, we've never been on the we, rails. We train with no tracks, big dog. We kind of just going through it. You know the, the one where there's two niggas? <laughs> <laughs> we three, three niggas just... And we're pushing down. I was just putting the tracks down in front of us. Oh, man, that's funny. She says she off the team. Is she not the captain? Hey, I mean, shit. It, never mind. <laughs> it's gonna be like it. But look, I I think I think my communication skills have been improved dramatically. Yeah, since, it's been doing since better. We started we played playing last time. Apex. I'm like, yo, Fabe, I needed that. He's like, oh, I'm sorry, man. And then ex explained to me his process. He's like, I wasn't really in the like, I didn't need it right away, but I was in the process of building something, um, or like pretty much future proofing myself. And I'm like, mm -hmm. that's something that I needed right now. And he's like, okay, cool, bet. And he took it. I'm gonna give it to him. I don't know what it looks like when he's playing with Vish and Brooke. I'm not there. But I be trying to communicate with Brooke a lot more steadily than I do with like Ren or Miles. Because I know Brooke will snap off real quick. So I have to wait. You know, it's like a kettle. You don't want to take the kettle off too quick, you know, or else that shit will burn you. So I would I would be like, Hey Brooke, where where are you going? Like you're you're going really far, bro. Like no, this and is, then it's the same shit. You'd be looking at Hey, bro. <laughs> the dirtiest looks first, and then it's like, hey, what, what, what you doing over there? Nah, bro, that shit's crazy to me. Like, Brooke will be across, we'll be in Grow Towers, and Brooke will be almost to Garden. Across the, across the or map. Or, like, to fucking She'll be like, I'm looting. Like, like that. Like, <laughs> the, what I'm asking for Brooke and Vish, less so from Vish, because we've kind of gotten, like, the communication in, but... Brooke will be doing Warzone shit in terms of rotating in Apex where I'm just like, you just got to say something. If you just ping where you're going, we will go with you. And if you're like, I'm looking for loot, I'm looking to build this, I will step the fuck back. Or if I find something while I'm looting, I'll be like, hey, you need this here. Brooke gets like, bored of an area the, real quick. The thing is, with, just move. what I would say um, as far as like Warzone playing is, like when we play Warzone, Brooke just depths. But in Warzone, you can get caught out in a 1v3 and still walk out. There is not enough ammo in a clip and a gun for you to take out a full team. Like, uh, this just, ape, that's not what Apex yeah. was built for. There's a reason why. Because it's going to encourage more, um, like, team gameplay. You can throw on a PPSH and have a 72-round mag and take out three niggas yeah. with one clip. So there's a lot more leniency when it comes to, like, Warzone. I know for a fact... You can't do that in Apex because a standard clip on the R301 is 18 bullets. Yeah. That's it. You can one clip someone, but then you have to reload and you're fighting your way through another two people. With abilities. With a bunch of abilities. shoot you and fuck you up. And I'm, that's why I, I say, like, you have to be at least three seconds away from us. Because if it takes you, if it takes me more than three seconds to get to you and you're getting caught out, you're dead. And you're thirsted. Like, you're gone. Mm -hmm. And I can't help you. And yep, Joelle said, "Yeah, Apex is highly unlikely you're one v three. Yeah, super unlikely. That's why we don't. We'll, we'll unless, never get a unless 1v3. you're like, like utilizing your your space like crazy. Like people will just bamboozle like crazy mm -hmm. and like just be utilizing the environment, and that's when you're like really, really good. Like, yeah, but even then, like, you should fight your ones. Worry about yourself, man. I mean, if we're in a team fight, but you have to have your team with you to be in a team fight. You're just getting caught out." 
I, I'm going to say, like, if anything, the best objective player who hits their shots and all of that is Ren right now. It used to be me. Like, I feel like I have more off days more consistently, and I need to warm up a little bit more into Apex. Um, So I play, like, more of a supportive role now, like, for Ren to, to secure. Like, if I do some damage and enough, then I'll, like, lump it on Ren to finish it. I don't care because, like, at that point, I'm still getting my I'm still getting my points. There, there's been like a a couple. Whenever me and Fade run duos, it typically looks like Fade does the most damage, but I finish. I get the most. You, knocks. you get the most knocks and, and finishes. Yeah, Fade will, Fade will like um, he'll he'll disperse his damage across two people, and probably get caught out by the second. He'll dump a bunch of damage cracked into the first one, one. basically and then the flush one the just... first person and then the second person will pull up on him and i'm usually running a little bit off from fade and if he catches someone off he'll dump his mag into that person i come in win my ones and then literally just one tap the other person yeah get through it. literally that's how we win all of our duo matches yeah. it'll be like me getting into the fight first doing a bunch of damage and then i'll be like ren this person or this person is like the lowest and then he'll finish it up like easy. But it, Apex is tough. Like that shit is you can you see a lot of people like in Call of Duty, you can drop solo and completely win the entire game, like one v four because oh that's just how it's set up. Like you can you can you don't even have to rat. You can push every single fight, outgun skill everyone, headshot everyone, and and, and clean up the lobby. But in Apex, you cannot solo. You cannot solo lobby. It is highly, highly unlikely. And so, when I'm begging Beach to play with us, or begging Brooke to just talk to us, because I'm like, we can, we can win this together. Like, if if, if everyone pushes a fight, I'm winning my ones. Fabe's winning his ones. Brooke's winning his ones. If one person wins their ones first, it's a two v one automatically, and then we're just gonna wipe. Like, it literally one drop and it's over for them. But we just got to win our ones. Yeah. And these wants to get mad when I say win your ones as if I'm being fucking a dickhead. But just win your fucking ones. And then we wouldn't be having this conversation. Right, Vish? Okay, let's not. Let's not. All right, we'll bring it back in. My Honestly, Vish is a really good player. She's Vish come, a, really she's come a really long way um, from when she first started. Uh, like, I, I remember running games with Vish and being like, I fully trust Vish. Like, honestly, like, I trust, I would trust Vish with, like, doing 1v3s and stuff or like a 1v2 like she's done it before and like that that like i literally was like okay i trust vish fully but it's the, it's the moments when vish like her forgets like you know like simple things like oh vish like using your environment or just you know moving while you're shooting can happen too to dodge the bullets and also shoot at the same time you know that's when i'm like dang vish like you know how to do this. It's it's definitely there, but you have to do it more consciously. Yeah, you said the times you've sold, but I'll just I'll just, I'll just keep, keep the, the results receipts. or receipt. Keep the receipts. I I don't sell. Like, I'm not a salesman. I don't I don't play Apex. I try to play Apex. I don't do well. Get discouraged and give up for this. But you know, fourth year in a row. This <laughs> this my season, it's baby. My year. This my no. season, baby. My, my, Miles, you're solid in Apex. Miles, you're, you're solid. You can be really good at Apex. Just put yourself down too soon. I just, I don't dedicate, an, when was the, the only time I'm really sitting down for two hours to play games is either when we're streaming 
or yeah. dummy late at night playing Val. Yeah. Like I just don't have the time to dedicate for like comp games. It's it's hard to fit in Apex, honestly, because if we're on like if I'm home, Maz and Brooker are Brooker home, like it would almost not make sense for us to not play Valorant, you know? Yeah. And it's like if they can play, why don't we all play together? Yeah. Um, but like on Saturday and Sunday, I have my whole day. Sorry, I'm a little gassy. <clears throat> Have my whole day, and those are the best days for me to play Apex. Tuesday and, and Thursday on our off stream days, like it it works, but then you get to like, well, we can all just play together. Yeah, that's the toughest part. Usually, like the <laughs> the way we're queued up is like it's either two people can play or four and five. Mm-hmm. Like there's never really like just three people available to play like that. Yeah, and if there's a chance where there's more than three, we're gonna play something that everybody can play together. But every time you've played with us in Apex, you've been, like, solid, if not more instrumental in the dub. I gotta, I mean, I, the, the thing is, I know for a fact, if you just play the game, you're gonna do better. You're gonna, like, do well. Like, when you, when in bronze and silver, mm-hmm. start off with zero deficit. Like, if you just make it to top 15, you're coming out positive. It's yeah. just playing the game. And I just don't sit down long enough and play the game for me to get any better than what I You can rat your way to plat. Really <laughs> if you really well, want it, and I, I, I've learned that like for like gold, it's very much just placement. Like mm-hmm. it's kind of dumb for you to go in and hot drop unless you're just feeling kind of cocky. But like yeah. it, it's pretty. They may prioritize placement. They prioritize kind of like moving through the map and setting up and being ready to like. Because like again, I remember before we would just like try to pop shots and kind of just make them lose their shields and everything. I don't work after a while because then there's three teams yeah, behind you starting a fight looking is, at you yeah. ready to kind of take off so like you have to be very strategic and not only the fights that you take but how you move across the map what we've learned just getting to plot is like we we literally repeat it every time only push third parties once you're in gold only push third parties and stay on the edge of the map and that's it like you rotate to the highest point on the edge of the map and you stay there and if you hear shots, look that way, slowly creep in and wait for the third party and clean up. You're you're literally like you're a rat, you're garbage man, you're just cleaning up the mess. But it's a different kind of BR. You mm-hmm. know, like that's not Call of Duty BR. Call of Duty yeah. BR is you go in, but again, like Call of Duty has um they have um like bounties and they have systems in place that encourage pushing yeah, you yeah, go in get your loadout get whatever guns you feel the most comfortable with go get a uav go get a bounty and go hunt them down that's not an apex no, thing no. that's a Third whole different game like that huge of a problem in 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 war zone but the, 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 the ttk is fast yeah you go into fast. a fight if you're your, your fights aren't gonna your last 3v3 long. yeah is not yeah. nearly as long as the apex 3v3 my like our my brain is fully engaged when we're in like a gunfight because i'm like all right i need to get this cover this cover over there in case i need to move this person's pushing my right fabe's in a fight over on the left v's just called this person and fabe just called a crack on this one but i'm still getting shot at by the guy in front of me God damn and i'm it's, like it's a lot to think about once you're in that fight and and mm-hmm. we've gotten out of it a lot of times uh, when we're really synced up, but sometimes it just like really falls down really quickly. Um, that's why I think we need out because most of the times we need to get out real. The smokes are helpful to some extent, but it's just like we need I, to just dip. I've seen too many TikToks now of people saying, um, if you're a Bangalore, you've been playing Bangalore and you're, 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 what is it? 
insta-locking Bangalore at the at the character select. You're trying to fight the urge to switch from other characters because you know Bangalore is trash. <laughs> and I'm like, I guess Bangalore is trash. But I feel like this season, this split, I'm going to pick up Gibraltar um, only because his shield and, like, he's good at support. It just sucks because I won't be able to actually push into a fight, like, with you, um, especially if you're playing, like, Bloodhound. He has his ult, though. That's true. And his ult, I feel so fucking useless when... I throw my my Bangalore ult, niggas just walk away. Yeah, <laughs> they're just like, okay, <laughs> all right then. Um, but a Gibraltar ult, ten times better, one, and one I don't thing, think it hurts the. One thing that I think they can add to Apex to make it more interesting, because it hasn't been, there hasn't been a dramatic change besides maps. Like mm. to the core gameplay of it, it, I think there needs to be something new, like how Fortnite. I think eventually apex is going to respond to what fortnite did where like they remove building um i think like miles was mentioning like these bounty systems and all of that like encourage more fights and i think that we're going to see more incentive um especially in ranked to go for people instead of um ratting because ratting is a really big issue mm -hmm. actually in ranked especially once you get to like the higher tiers and mm -hmm. stuff you know, you your team dies or like the rest of the team dies, that random will literally rat the whole game so that they can get RP. There's literally whole videos of rat like rat spots for plat. That yeah, and it's terrible. I think there needs to be a bounty system so that people can either hit their break even quicker, you know, so that they can mm -hmm. you know get out of like that deficit faster, or um, you know, some type of objective besides just like thinking okay i need to get to top you know podium because that's what we think like that's literally our objective when we got into plat it was like top 10 then we can fight and then from there there on it would be like all right we can fight this fight or not that fight but like there there needs to be something new that really gets ranked being more interesting because I, I imagine, like, so many of the Masters players are like, yeah, this shit is fucking boring. Like, we see these lobbies, they're not even, it's not even skill-based at that point. It's very, like, situational. Yeah. Like, it's just like, is this person in a right good position? Can we get them out of that position? Can we force them out? It's just like playing chess, and, you know, it, it, it sucks. It's not even a fun game at that point. Um, I mean, if you want, like, more gunfight and an actual emphasis on the gun skill and personal movement that's arenas yeah arenas uh, arenas is fun to a certain extent because the objective is like just fight these people be be better yeah i, I but, think you're looking for like a middle ground between arenas because arenas i would say isn't as like fulfilling because it's very quick you can kind of go in it's the same people you're fighting the same people over five six times so you pretty much learn how they play and then that's it but like the map is small, you're not really getting a lot of like content when it comes to like just those three like small three v threes. It's really isolated. So I think like being in a BR setting with kind of emphasis of of um of the uh, arena's aggressiveness, I think would be a good balance of like encouraging and taking those three v three fights, but also doing something after that fight you're not just because you can end that fight with with one health if it be like doesn't matter we won but you can't end a fight with one health in a br because guess what there's two other teams looking at you already said arenas is fun as fuck um 
Yeah, I I like arenas. It's good for um, goddamn. It's good for building up your gun sense, but specifically just the guns. The only problem is like, in in an actual BR, you're going from one fight to the next, and then if you win that one, then you can get out. So where do you learn how to hot swap your shield or like? If you if you're engaging, a, when do you, where do you learn how to engage a fight? Where do you learn like how to use that movement aside from like just the standard like arenas that you get? And how do you use like the entire map to your um your ability? Because you know what 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 people do is they get into a fight, they start the fight, um, pop shots, whatever you want, and then if a third party happens, they're like, all right, let's change our strategy, let's really attack this now that they're getting third party. Like, there's so many different variables that you can't prepare for in arenas. That's why when we warm up, we go from arenas to trios and hot drop trios maybe a couple times, and then we go to ranked because um, arenas will get our gun skill up, our hands will get warmed up, and then and then trios will get our team comp and our team play up. Then we hit, hit ranked. That's when we start ratting. Already asked if we were ready to work out today. Already did. I was thinking today I'm gonna to start making my Fridays and Saturdays my off from the gym. I don't want to then um gym then not have much time to work. I went to the gym yesterday after the it wasn't Friday was my rest day. But if I go to the gym tomorrow I would have gone six days. Me and Brooke have been waking up at 7 a.m. and going to the gym and then coming home and just clocking in. Dude, I want to get up, but I can't. Like, I, every time, I'm like, yeah, gym, early in the morning. I've done it before. I feel good, but there's not a single day I sleep in past. Got a squatter. Five days a week, I'm up at 5.30. I mean, while while Miles is doing the squats, um, Debbie, how's your, how's your personal training? Um, he hit me up. He was like the other day. He was like, "Hey, bro, how you doing?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'm here. I'm good. Still in LA." Give us, give us. <laughs> hey, give AJ us already know. The, yo, yo, uh, player, how you doing, <laughs> <laughs> Bruh, AJ knows everything, bro. Um, what's the backstory? What's so the backstory? the backstory is last year I got a personal trainer at the beginning of the year. Um, because one, I wanted to get into lifting and more weights, um, but I didn't want to hurt myself or have bad form. So I was like, I need a trainer to show me kind of like what's what, how to do things right. Um, how to basically like gym in a sense. Um, so damn, uh, hey, uh, that's America's ass. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, so. I've been with him for a while. He's a cool dude, just in general. Like, he hasn't been disrespectful at that time. But then shit happened. I moved gyms. I had to cancel a gym membership. Paid a lot of money to cancel that gym membership. Gym memberships are a Ponzi scheme. They're a pyramid scheme. Oh, hell yeah. Um, And went to another gym. I ended up canceling that one, too, and paying money, too. And... um. After that, he was like, hey, bro, like, you should move to my gym. And I was like, bro, I, I like, at that point, I was pissed because I had moved to two gyms. I canceled 
Boot Gyms. And it it just pissed me off. The whole experience pissed me off. And I was wasting so much money on, like, this experience. It's not even him. Like, he wasn't the issue. It was just the, the stuff outside of the training was the logistics. And honestly, my... um. My my finances right now are not in the in the stars where I should be paying for training anymore. So I gave up. I told myself, you know what? I think I've gotten enough um enough knowledge on how to go to the gym and train myself and be self sufficient. Like I'm using the knowledge he gave me. I got what I paid for. I I got completely what I paid for. So um I kind of told him, you know. We'll talk about things after I come back. You know, he's been hitting me up and stuff like that, trying to get me to go to his gym, do this, do that. Um, I'm just not with it. But he hits me up very much often, like we're friends. And it's it's just like I'm not friends with you. Like you don't know me personally. Like you shouldn't be hitting my line like this. If I told you that I was going to hit you up when I'm ready, just respect that. You don't gotta hit me up all the time like i can't be the only person that you're hitting up like this this man you're distracting but anyway (laughs) uh so i'm probably gonna end that uh whole entire relationship like (laughs) look i agree with you like i think that yes sir best as possible um i think like i would imagine physical trainers being more like temporary um, you pretty much just get an idea of like what a weekly regimen will look like, kind of build the routine, right. build the technique. And then once you're self-sufficient, then you can pretty much kind of let them go and be like, yeah, you know, this is really, I'm not in a place I can have a trainer anymore right now. There's only so much you can really like be doing. They're not teaching you anything new. And really like you should be learning how to work out for yourself and how to like like find new exercises and find like what muscle groups you want to work out and then also worry about like dieting and things like that. Stop that. <laughs> Baby, you know you're coming up, right? Ah, please don't. Please don't choose. Uh, you don't get a choice. And we have passed the three hour mark. It's over, man. <laughs> Let's end it with this. Ah, uh, Debbie Cakes. All right, Debbie Cakes. Uh, we're gonna end the stream showing the thighs so we can do a before and after of what squats do to the legs. Yeah, I got a nice little pump, and we're gonna count off Debbie's uh, squats for the audio listeners. Um, uh, for those of you who are listening on Spotify and Apple, um, if you come to the streams Saturday at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, you will be able to interact with us live on the podcast. Right now, uh, Gas Cardi, shout out Cardi. Just redeemed the squat cam. Debbie's getting cakes ready. Um, <laughs> just look at those cakes. For the audio listeners, you're look you're gonna envision um, voluptuous cakes being dropped down to the ground. Oh, He's going fast. I can't even keep up. Three, four. Oh my God! Five. Oh shit! Oh, you gotta work on the core. That's why you got. Oh, seven, eight. He's burning through these nine. Oh, oh damn, he smacked the fuck out of his uh, ass. <laughs> you heavy handed. <laughs> <laughs> ah, what the fuck? Oh, thank you for the gifted, AJ with the gifted. I, I don't even know. That's enough. Oh, <laughs> That's enough. <laughs>
Bruh. All right, y'all. Thank you guys again for another great uh, podcast. Give it to us, no, Daddy. That's crazy. Um, yeah, man. Like, you guys really are the goats. Thank you guys for supporting us through all of this shit, all the content and everything. Make sure you guys hit up the the podcast at F- Anchor FM. Slash FML Gaming. Yeah, slash FML Gaming. We are on Apple Podcast, FML Way Too Real Podcast. Um, we're also on Spotify, FML Way Too Real. See you niggas next Saturday. Yes, of course. We'll be on Monday, though. Like, Feel free to hit us up on Twitter at FML underscore real. If you have topics that you want us to cover, shoot us a DM. Where all our DMs are literally open, so... Um. Yeah, just message us. You know, we we we'll we'll see what we can do if you want to talk about something specific on the podcast. Um, we're gonna Renza do Frieza voice at the end. <laughs> Saying monkey. <laughs> but uh, we're gonna see you guys out. Make sure you guys don't hit where the good Lord splits you. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm gonna take. All right. All right, I'm going to see you guys later. Bye now. Guys. About this. Come on, y'all. FML fit. Day uh, two. Y'all see the Nami, but yeah, just sit in that shit. Okay, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Thank y'all for pulling up to another FML podcast. It's hot as fuck. We about to turn on the turn on the AC. Maybe watch some ranking the Kings. Uh, but yeah. (laughs) Oh shit! You got five minutes left. I mean, Miles doesn't have a bad time. We're going to go. But thank you guys for pulling up. We're going to be back at it. Did Brooke come back yet? No. Brooke left us in the house alone. Bring this bitch. Hey, let's go. Go Barons. We're standing on the standing on the furniture. Oh. No, Brooke. No, Rue. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right, bye, guys. <laughs>